Is that uh, is that keto beer? Yeah. <clears throat> so you're just giving up, huh, James? You just don't even care. Dude, I got beer and I got fucking lollipops, all right? That's all I got in my refrigerator. <laughs> okay. Five, four, three, two. Look at that. I got you guys shocked. What's up, guys? It's James back again with another episode of the IO panel. What's You're up? doing too much. No, I know up? I'm doing a lot. We got Mike and Evan here. Uh, very excited. Great weekend to be alive. And not in Charlottesburg, Charlottesville, anywhere near Virginia. Charlotte's um, Web. Charlotte's Web. Where them hoes come out to play. No. <laughs> Um, okay, all seriousness aside, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in for another episode, guys, episode 70. Um, this week, I am the host. We have Evan and Mike with me. How are you guys doing? Uh, Mike? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Always so subdued. Um, Evan, how are you doing, sir? Good day to you, my man. Uh, I'm doing very well, well met. thank you. Well met, sir. Well my, met. My man, Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> the enthusiasm is palpable that's right i'm excited to be here you can literally me. cut you can... cut the tension with a knife literally no <laughs> <laughs> guys literally <laughs> um one of my coworkers was talking to us and he was a, he's he kind of comes off as a really this really smart guy and uh while he's talking to us is like a brand new coworker, and the, one of our other coworkers is across the way, sitting down, listening, but just out of view. And in the middle of the conversation, the guy says, "Irregardless," and I was like, <laughs> "No," and so, I get like a text out. message saying, "That guy's a fucking idiot. He loses all respect. Fuck him, <laughs> fucking idiot." I was like, "Whoa, just chill, bro. He every person's allowed one irregardless, you know." <laughs> But yeah, as soon as he said that, my entire view of him changed. I was like, this guy's actually thinking poop in wolf's clothing. It's like your eyes dropped and you just turned your chair away. Yeah, <laughs> just turn away and go back to my game of solitaire. <laughs> Isn't that what you told me you guys did with that guy at uh, CSC? What do we do? No, wasn't there some guy? Oh, you just Bill. Like, whatever. Yeah, Bill was always like mispronouncing words. What was the... F- um... God, what was that word? Phonique. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Finicky? Oh, finicky. finicky? Yeah. yeah, he was like, my wife's pretty finique about what she eats. So we we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, I let it go. James is like, yo, you, you going to let this go? I got to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Finique. Yeah. That's almost as good as Canoffrance. Yeah, Canoffrance. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? Is he dead? No, nah, I think he's probably scamming not. people somewhere. He's yeah. what? Scamming people somewhere. The thing oh, about okay. that guy was the way he said stuff was hilarious because he had this whole like hood logic thing going on, you know? He's like, <laughs> Yes, yeah, son, you know, we sat down in that conference and let them I mean, and you're like, Well what? You sat down and did who with what and and you had a who? 
You know, it's a whole thing. It just sounded it sounded like the character from uh was it Mad TV when the guy was like talking is like my education. It sounded like that, which made it even like more hilarious. Like it's one thing when people mispronounce things like finicky. You can almost let that slide because you're like, "Oh, well, maybe they just don't know. Maybe they've never heard words before." You know. <laughs> um but when they say like conference, like you it's clearly not the word. It's clearly not what the word was, you know, if you look at how the spelled, you understand that. And I'm like, I listen to audiobooks sometimes and I hear people say stuff and I'm like, that's not how you pronounce that. What do you say? Or like the gal say, I mean, and I'm picking, I'm pulling hairs here because obviously depending on where you are, this is, it's the right or wrong way to say it, but he'll say aluminum and I'm like, and he's clearly not a British guy. And I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Aluminum. What's going on? Anyway. So uh, how was your guys' week, man? We 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 uh, did we miss an episode last week? I think we did. We were late. We missed an episode the previous week. Yeah, the previous week. That's right. We were on, had our vacation debacle. So yeah. my, Michael went on vacation this week at work. Um, how was how was your workcation? Oh my my vacation from home at my job. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning he crossed the street, put in eight hours of fun, relaxing vacation. Yes. It was good to get away. Good man. Well, actually, uh, yeah, we have a uh, we have a project uh, a migration scheduled for that's coming up on Monday tomorrow. So uh, we had meetings about that pretty much all week, I'm trying to make sure everything's you know all the T's are crossed, lower J's are dotted, you know, <laughs> all that, <laughs> all that stuff. What so. was it from? Wayne's was that from Family? Oh, it's Wayne's World. Yeah. Lower, lower J's are dotted. Lowercase J's. Yeah. James, do you remember what that's from? You remember no, that scene? I don't. It's from, uh, I guess, Wayne's World Two. When oh, they yeah. were when they, they were trying to put on. Office. Yeah, they were trying to put on Wayne stock, and they went into the um, to like the government office to fill out the paperwork, and a guy was like had a a bad eye. It was all white. And they're like, we'll make sure we uh, cross all the T's and dot the lowercase J's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy with the bad eye is Kevin Pollock. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. But yeah. Yep. Good times. So, yes. Yeah, so, that's what's been going on at work this week, uh, pretty much. You know, so fun, pretty fun, chatty. fun. Stretching that important stuff out, huh, Mike? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Evan, how was your like week? That. Evan. Um, <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, my yes. week was was pretty good. Um, I will tell you about part of it later on in the episode, but I ate some some well, I ate some delicious food yesterday, although not the best for you necessarily. I had a Double wrap Chipotle steak burrito. Mm. Which, if you guys eat Chipotle and don't get the double wrap burrito, I highly recommend it. As far as I know, they don't charge you extra, and it's got infinitely more stability. Is that, is that what you're eating right now, Mike? What are you eating? Like you I think he is. There. He's eating a mustard sandwich. Is that mustard and just a burrito in there? Is that is that eggs, mustard, and more mustard? It's tuna. With mustard in it, just tuna in a tortilla with no sauce, just dry. There's mustard on dry your tuna. Though. He's last from earlier. 
<laughs> it the is. mustard man, the mustard man, the mustard man is here. <laughs> Did you ever make that your ringtone? No, I forgot oh about God. it. I got to find the video. <laughs> I got to find no, the video. No, I, I uploaded the MP3 to our Google Drive. Oh, Maybe I'll link to it in case anyone listening wants to use that as their ringtone. Okay. Because <laughs> why wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, it's actually tuna mixed with mayonnaise, mm-hmm. then placed on a tortilla, and then a liberal amount of yellow mustard was squirted upon it. Ugh, mm-hmm. I knew there was mustard in I folded fucking... it up as if it were a burrito, Ugh. and I'm now consuming it. Right. That's this it. Might, this, might, this question might be too personal, but are you hungry, or do you just want to eat? I was hungry. Okay. Fair enough. I shall judge you no further. It's 2017, dude. Do we need, really need to want to eat? Hunger I mean, in 2017, really bro? Yeah, I feel like hungry is just... Oh, I'm bored and I want to eat something now. Hunger is a state of mind, bro. That's entirely true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why we all are where we are. Mm-hmm. You got that right. But uh, speaking of that, the other thing I ate yesterday, I went to a Chinese buffet. And it was delicious. Nice. We're, we're going to talk more about that later, Evan. Okay. All right. Michael, Michael's going to masturbate when we talk about it. <laughs> Just got to get myself to that peak level of arousal before Mike, we have that conversation. <laughs> Mike hasn't been to a buffet in a long time, and he's like desperate to know about it and live vicariously through Oh, stomach. ho, ho. And we can talk about that as well. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, I might right. have facts to the contrary. Oh, snap. Mm. Oh, snap. Caught, and caught in a Charlotte's web of lies. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, jump James. in while I fix my mic here. James? Yeah? How was your week? Oh, it was fine, man. It just worked. Nothing special. Hmm. I, uh, actually, you know what? I worked, and I've been communicating. Uh, it's weird, you know? Like, I have a lot of trouble meeting women online, so I basically stopped. And occasionally, I swipe just for the sake of swiping. So I swiped, and I got... Two girls this week. I matched with two women this week, and then I was like, "Great! I don't know what the hat, what the how to go from here." So I've never made it this far. <laughs> well, I made it this far, but I'm like, okay. So then I kind of like babbled on with one, with with two of the one or two of them for for a while, and they both seemed really interesting. And then I was bumbling also, which is the other one, which I like a lot better because bumble is just like guys swipe and women just talk if they want to and you don't have to start like women have to start which is i think is the best way to do it um so what do you that, mean so basically it's like tinder you swipe on the chicks and they swipe on you but you cannot you physically cannot chat with them until they start the conversation so even mm. if you match they still have to chat with you first and most women oh doesn't that kind of put them on a pedestal is that I sexist? Like, I sound like James Danmore, Danmore but um, I'll say this. Most women, most of the women who use those apps don't pay attention to the rules of using those apps. So, actually, let me not say most because that sounds really sexist. Um, that would have been a great segue if we were ready for that story yet. But um, most women, I think a fair amount of women go into those and don't and think it's all tinder or think it's all like some kind of chat service like they think you swipe and you can just chat with people so they'll post things like oh ask me anything i can't ask you anything unless we match 
you know, or they say, if you have a question, you know, just message me and we'll see if we click. It doesn't work like that. You have to swipe yes on me and then we'll see what's up, you know? So most, a lot of women, you match with them and they've obviously swiped, they, they like you, but then they either don't check back on the app, they ignore the notification or they just like, why isn't he messaging me? Mm. You know, because in this app, you have to, they have to message first, which I like, honestly, because honestly, it strains out the idiots because idiots won't pay attention. They don't message you first. And then the girls who are Bumble is like a little more, it's the early days of Bumble. So the women, all the women there are pretty evolved. They're like right on the cusp on the edge, you know, not like Tinder's totally saturated with soccer moms now. Um, This is like all the people who are on Tinder on week one. So there's a fair amount of decent chicks in there. And uh, you go in there, and if they like you, they swipe, and then James they talk is, the, to you. is the hipster of online dating. Yeah, I'm so new and fresh that I'm not dated a single chick from here, from online. But yeah, uh, I like Bumble a little bit better. So I had so this week I had like uh, a Bumble chick and two Snapchat, not Snapchat, two Tinder chicks going all at once, and I was just like, oh boy, this is a lot to juggle. Yeah, man, I'm I'm really bad at talking to people normally in everyday life. <laughs> so when it comes to like just having all those chicks going at once, it was a mess, and I now they all fell off. Is it is it that difficult? Yeah, it is. Actually, I gave up. I was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun. Is it you just know? hard to have like long conversations via? Well, text, think about it. You can only talk to somebody. You can only get so many conversation layers going because the thing is, people for some reason. They won't just talk to you unless you ask them a direct question, but people don't like being asked direct questions. So what happens is you're in this situation where you say, hey, how are you doing? And if they don't, there's two possible scenarios. They could just say, oh, that's a really lame thing to say when you start talking to somebody. Where's the catchy, fancy, witty thing that I'm expecting? I'm not going to reply to this guy. Or... They reply and say, oh, I'm fine. My name is Jen and blah, blah, blah. And you say, okay. They don't ask you anything. They just say they say silent. And you say, okay. What else can you ask a person who put nothing in the description? You say, what do you do for a living? I mean, that's... Or, or so how is everything? I mean, it just is the, what do you like, say to them? What's your mom's maiden name? What was yeah, your exactly. the name of your first pet? Let me get your last four, last four of your social. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you give me the last four of your social, I bet you I can tell you the rest. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is too good to be true. Fucking, I trust this man. Dude, it's ridiculous, man. It's uh, Meeting chicks online is super hard. Without doing, like, Match.com that costs a lot of money or something? Even with you doing that, it doesn't... I mean, I think maybe Match.com... The only reason Match.com works is because of the monetary incentive... People are more. They want to more, use it. They want to use it. Yeah, people who are on there, who are on Bumble, Tinder, and all these things, they're lonely. They're bored. They decided they're going to go on and introduce some kind of wildness into their boring, horrible life. Or some woman's like, you know what? Friday night, January twenty third. I really want some dick. So they go on there. They look. They pass out from drinking too much wine. They don't ever get any dick, and now they have Tinder on their phones. And now they're just swiping, and the guys are just swiping, and nobody's meeting anybody. 
there's all these scenarios that get people into these apps and the apps you can meet people on the apps like you can but you have to talk to them and you have to have skills to talk to them or at least try if you don't do that then you're not gonna have any luck and i don't have the skills like i can't keep a conversation going on for three like if i meet a chick on monday to me i meet you on monday i gotta take you out like tuesday night just to get the next level of conversation going because I can't pivot to the next level of interesting conversation until I've met you face to face. I can't just start talking. And most women don't post anything in their fucking description. Or their description says, I like travel and dogs and babies. I'm like, go fuck yourself, you fucking boring bitch. <laughs> Live, laugh, so, love, James. Yeah, exactly. And stuff that right up your candy ass. <laughs> so, Did the real uh, Tinder die like three years ago? Yeah, it did. It did. Now it's just a place where... Women who are like, I don't want to hook up. I came here to talk to people endlessly. Mm-hmm. You know? Can't I, you, like, I'm here to meet my mate. Yeah. Now, that's, what they, that's what a lot of them think. They think Tinder's for like meeting, meeting, meeting people. You know? Looking for their king. Yeah, exactly. I'm here to meet a man who respects a woman and treats her like a queen. I'm here to meet a man who loves Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> whoa. All these dudes are here to fuck, okay? You're on Tinder, ho. You need to get good. Step your game up. Get off Tinder, all right? Go to fucking church, all right? That's where you're going to meet your man, not Christian on Tinder. mingle. Yeah, Christian yes. mingle. Or Jews meet or farmers meet, spelled M-E-A-T. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh-huh. We, should, anyway. we should look into all those dating sites. Is we Jews should. meet a real one? It's like it's like Jews, isn't it? There's J date, right? J date, yeah, that's it. That's it. I always think that's for like Japanese people for some reason, but no, I guess it's not. not. It's for it's for the Hebes. <laughs> also, I discovered this week while we're talking about our enemy, the old Hebe, our, our our enemy, the Jew, who runs <laughs> the world. I'm just kidding. Obviously, I don't have a problem with Jews. Jesus Christ, people. Um, Jesus Christ was a Jew. Ooh. Um, no, uh, Take that, Trump lovers, apparently Cohen coin, <laughs> it's a coin for Jews by Jews. <laughs> and I was like, and I was watching ETC news and a guy was talking about it and he was like, probably bad optics for the group that is, uh, said to be controlling the money and controlling the world from behind the scenes to make a special coin, a cryptocurrency just for themselves. So probably not a good idea. Probably bad optics. James. And I agree with him. <laughs> That reminds me. Did you see that uh, that Reddit excerpt that I posted to you the other day? Yes, I did. <laughs> like, a Jew's dilemma. Free ham sandwich. Then another guy was like, it's not a problem. You take the ham sandwich and sell it to someone who eats ham. And the third comment was like, this guy Jews. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. And you know what? None of us have problems with Jews. We all have Jewish friends, and but honestly, memes and shit are funny. And yeah. you know, if I mean, it's just some of it's funny. Some of it's fucking funny. You know. Anyway, moving right along, dude. Let's get yeah. into the news. What's our first story, man? What's okay. This about? Is so this speaking, about speaking of dating apps, no, no. But speaking of dating apps and unrelated but related <laughs> topics i've been i've entitled this link the power of touch um so some researchers at ohio state university have created a device they call tnt stands for tissue nanotransfection which is a dime-sized piece of silicone or a, sil- a dime-sized silicone trip which 
when touched to a uh, the skin of a subject, can begin to generate new cells and heal organs, heal blood flow issues, and you know, apparently within just you only have to touch it to them for a second. So a little bit of magic, a lot of magic, a little bit of science, lots of confusion. Um, in the article, they sort of reference via an infographic of sorts a test that they did on a mouse, where um the leg of a mouse savages. Had yeah, that's how science gets done, Mike. Mice are expendable. So I don't know. They don't really go into it whether the injury was you know just happened to the mouse, but more than likely they did some surgery and cut off blood flow to the to most of the leg of one of these mice then they applied this chip to their the surface of their skin and over a period of 3 weeks blood flow was restored to what looks like the equivalent of a, a femoral artery of this mouse now i don't know how long it would take uh that mouse to sort of heal naturally if it were possible but that seems really promising now in the article they're like this could be great for you know, emergency workers or soldiers in the field, if there's injuries, um, you know, this could be a great uh, jump start on the healing process and could prevent a lot of life loss. And one of the comments from the director of, uh, what's it called? The Center for Regenerative Medicine and Cell-Based Therapies said, uh, we're proposing the use of skin as an agricultural land where you can essentially grow any cell of interest, which is interesting, but I don't know how that, that makes me think of like growing, you know, an extra ear on your arm, like that kind of thing. So maybe I'm just taking it in the wrong context, but uh, if it pans out now, this is under it's awaiting FDA approval, but this could be incredibly helpful in the uh, field of medicine. Patient heal by self. I thought you were going to say patient zero. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Worthy of a mention. That is pretty cool. The article is not too long if you want to read it yourself. Or, um, you know, just get a good idea of what it might be and then and do some more research. Uh, the second article in the news I had. A new discovery has been made in New York. While some workers were excavating a site near the Hudson River, they came across the ruins of what they thought was an ancient building. So, much like Pawn Stars, they knew a guy down the street. They called him in for some expert advice. The team associated with Columbia University came in and identified it as a possible or probable uh, Viking settlement. They continued the excavation, found six buildings. It's like, word. This dates back to the 9th or maybe the 10th century AD, so quite a long time before Columbus. Sorry, Columbusites, if that's, that's not a thing. Um, nine skeletons were found at the site, two of which were properly buried with a, a soldier's burial. They were buried with their weapons and possessions. The rest seemed to have died of violent injuries, and were sort of left to dead where they fall. Um, along with the bodies, there were many arrowheads found, which suggests that they were attacked by the uh, the local 
tribe of the ancestors of the Lenape people. I'm per- I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. L-E-N-A-P-E. Lenape. I don't know. Um, so that's interesting. Something in modern, you know, New York was found from, sorry, something from old time New York. Old time Norse occupied New York trading station was found near the Hudson River. So with all that being said, I would like to uh, give Mike a minute to apologize to my ancestors on behalf of his ancestors for such an atrocity. Well, I think finally, I think my ancestors, I think my ancestors were just defending themselves from the barbaric invaders. I don't, I, I cannot support that idea because due to the size of the settlement, the, the, the scientists who were investigating proposed that between 30 and 100 individuals could have lived there. I don't think that's much of a threat to a fully formed uh, society of Native Americans. So once again, I ask for an apology on behalf of your ancestors. Well, Evan, I thought you were going to say on behalf of all white people, I demand an apology. <laughs> Um, Evan, I, I cannot, I cannot give you one. Cannot or will not, my friend. <laughs> will not. Okay. It's <laughs> like, all right, we're gonna file that away, and uh... yep, I'll remember that. My ancestors will remember that. <laughs> my, exactly. That's the wrong word. My, uh, is that the right word? Predecessors is not the right word. My descendants will remember this transgression. Oh, you mean, okay. In the future. Yeah. Right. You meant your ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) They'll remember this. I will travel into the past and make sure they take vengeance. (laughs) It's like, they'll remember this, huh? Like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Whatever. How dare the natives rise up against the white man? Hey, don't they know their place? Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of that. Their place is six feet under. Speaking of that, that segues nicely into the next article we have, where uh, we got some white folks down in Virginia trying to make sure that the... uh, Looking for a little justice. Yeah, the the brown folks were getting a little uppity, so... Trying to take back a little power. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the saying? The the South shall rise? The South shall rise again. Mm, yes. Yes. So, James... Seeing as you're the lover of General, the General Lee, and uh, the Confederate flag and all that it represents, oh come on, can you pitch posh? <laughs> can you please explain to us what's been going on down in Charlottesville, Virginia? So okay, there's a there's a alt right group uh, who was trying to defend uh, the Robert E Lee park um just a kind of a peaceful peaceful uh demonstration in which they saw the need to come down there with riot shields and barrels cut in half with egg white with x's on them and shields and helmets and whatnot and uh they stood around and of course there was an a anti-protest protest Saying, you know, hey, unity, Black Lives Matter, diversity, whatever. And it was a bunch of random groups all kind of pushed together, kind of being like, hey, you know, let's do the right thing by people, whatever. So, 
um, the liberal agenda. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically this, you know, it was a, not a big, good scene from the beginning. And then this, the other group was probably several blocks away uh, and to the south of the Robert E. Lee Park when the white supremacists, or sorry, the alt-right groups were there and uh, trying to defend the monument. Or not defend it, but they're trying to, like, you know, protest for the monument because they're going to take it down. And uh, let me so, let me interject real quick. Yeah. Let's So the alt-right. Now, traditionally, left is liberal, li- liberal, liberals, like the hippie folk. The right is conservative. Good, solid American values. Can you elaborate into the alt right? Uh, so yeah, the alt right. I mean, that that's like the extreme right. Um, I guess I call it the alt right because it's like the alternate right. I don't really know why they call it the alt right, but it's kind of like um, a bunch of varying different groups. So white like, power. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like. I mean, it's that it's, you know, uh, keep the Muslims out of our town. It's, you know, women should know their place. It's it's a myriad of things. And it could be all those things and none of those things. You know, Um, it's obviously normally white men. Uh, They feel like a. uh, What's the word? A privilege? Group, a, no, a a group with no privilege. Um, and and honestly, I think the thing about the alt right is, and this is just where we go into the James's opinion territory. The alt right is a group of people who is a underrepresented, and I and I know it sounds like a joke, but they are. I think they're an underrepresented group of of men who feel like the world has become. It's not the place that they grew up in, and it's not mm-hmm. like in this in our lifetime. There's been tons and tons of change, you know. Black men and white women together filming pornos, uh, and you know, uh, Muslims coming here and driving your Ubers. I mean, it's just crazy. Cats and dogs having sex in the street. You know, it's nuts. It's a wild place. Transgender men going into men's mm. restrooms dressed as women with women parts it's wildness it's all it's a confusing time it's a hard time to be a white male and i think well i would know james yeah and i i think the thing is that that this is less (laughs) sorry go ahead i think this is less a i'm sorry i was looking at some elegant steam chat um i think this is and this fucking video from your website keeps playing um and i think that this is a it's a hard time to be if you if you if you don't know what's going on and you're too lazy to find out what's going on and try to too lazy to understand and your response is fear when it's something you don't understand, I think this is what happens. You get in a situation where there the the natural defense is rage and f- and fear response and fear equals you know I'm not gonna be afraid I'm gonna push back and this is where it gets us. You know what I mean? So uh, it's kind of sad, honestly. You know, well, it's, it's like it's, something it's being forced upon people who, you know, would rather not be that way. And I guess they're maybe they're mad because this is land of the free, home of the brave America. It's, you know, whatever I want it to be. But don't you know, I don't like that you're forcing this into my life. Yeah. But the thing is, and this is something that it took me a long time to realize Life is all about change. It's 100% about change. It's about seeing the things that you thought were going to be the same 
and seeing them change. I mean, Michael and <clears throat> you and myself, we can all tell you that there was no such thing as being transgender when we were kids. It was like, oh, that's a tranny. And nobody was like, oh, they're going to get a dick one day or they're going to get a pussy one day. Nobody mm-hmm. thought that it was just like some hilarious thing, like a wackadoo gay person that you could just kind of be make fun of. And it was OK to say the word faggot. Like you could say, oh, Mike, you're such a faggot, you know, and it was perfectly fine. And you could say, oh, that's gay. Well, now I you, am. No. Well, no, but now you can't say any of those things. Now it's wrong to say those things. You know, as a black man, I could say fucking that nigger, you know what I mean? Or nigga or whatever. And. It'd be totally acceptable, you know, and it's bad. It's a bad thing for me to say it. And it feels weird coming out of my mouth because I try not to say it at all anymore. But when I was a kid, I used to say, oh, nigga this, nigga that, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, whatever, you know, I mean, that's just life, though, right? These things that were okay now are bad then. I mean, look at there's a Donald Duck cartoon where Donald Duck's marching around with the Nazis and everyone's like, now, if you see that, you're like, what the fuck? But obviously, that was a different time. You know what I mean? I mean, people did cocaine and fucking suck their feet into fucking shoe machines that fucking had new had radium in them, and it was like all <laughs> fine then. I mean, I mean, you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a different time, and the, the thing is, you have to either be willing to grow or be left behind. And these are people being left behind. They're like they live in their echo chamber. They live in a fucking small town echo chamber where they only deal with their own people. And so when they see that. Oh, the left is doing the oh, gay people are in the bathrooms in the men's bathroom with their penis pussy combos out. They're like, oh, my God, they're molesting little girls. But none of that's happening. You know, and they have this and they listen to all these fucking idiots, these fanatics, Alex Jones and Rebel Media and all these clowns. And then you get in a situation where you have this this build up, And then here we are, you know. So. Yeah, good times. Thank you for that um, uh, synopsis. That was my all my opinion. None of it's fact, probably. All my opinion. <laughs> probably. Prove it. Prove but me wrong. I, I didn't say the most important thing. The, the most important <clears> thing, <throat> if you look at Michael's video, they show the this guy drove a car into the crowd of protesters uh, and the anti-protester protesters. And uh, it was pretty graphic. Like, there's some graphic-ass imagery up there that's pretty amazing, um, actually. And someone died, and they're equating the two police officers who died a little bit later that day. They're kind of putting this on this guy. Yeah, they're too. kind of grouping that in, too. Which... Yeah, they're saying three dead, and it's it's not three. It's one person dead, 19 <clears throat> injured. But the two police officers also died in a, in a crash while doing whatever helicopter pilots do, you know, to help quell the whatever. But I'm, I'm thing, assuming I'm assuming the two police officers were the pilot and the co-pilot. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming so they something have like that. People they who are cops know. actually doing the flying. Yeah, okay. I mean they're they're police officers. Yeah, but well, the they funny could have thing a is, pilot and then two cops sitting there. I mean, I no, no, no. The yeah. pilot's a police officer. The pilot was part of the, the force. Pilot's okay. on the force, right? On the force. On the force. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, you know the funny thing is to me. Wow, like the second you, guy really, really looks like a state trooper. Yeah, they all, they always do. Look at him. Um, but yeah, oh, if you look the at hat. the uh, if you look at the if you look at the video, right, you will see like video of like these alt right guys trading, going blow for blows with these tree hugging, crunchy like peanut butter eating like Trader Joe's fucking um, 
libtards and it's fucking great it's great like you see that shit and you're like oh yeah that's right these people are americans they're fucking crazy you know no matter how much you're like liberal pussies no (laughs) they're still at their heart they're a fucking let's go nuck nuck to nuck american yeah yeah, both uh, both these groups are fucking crazy i mean yeah you see yeah in this video you see them fucking going at it with each other so they went at it with each other the governor declared a state of emergency because of that, and so they brought out the police with riot shields and all kinds of shit. <clears throat> and then some fucking, I'm assuming, white supremacist dude or whatever drove his fucking, he's from Ohio, so it's some 20-year-old white guy. He drove his car into a group of the, like James said, the anti-protester protesters. Oh, It's funny to hear. Oh, yeah, know. fuck. I just saw that shit. Are oh, you seeing this, Do you see the still image? If you scroll down to the still image, it shows like a black, like it shows like oh, these three or four guys god. thrown in the air, and it's just like, oh my god, like, like this guy was rolling hard when he went into them, and I'm like, man, the owner of that Toyota Tundra's got to be pissed, man. He oh yeah, I did see this. Oh fuck. Like, look, dude, you know people get hit hard when their shoes get blown off, dude. There's <laughs> shoes everywhere in this yeah, photo. That's true. Their <laughs> shoes like laying in the street, just yeah, shoes. man. Yeah, they're like, just, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, that that's how you know. Like, somebody got knocked the fuck out when their shoes just fucking fly apart, dude. Yeah, no, this shit is fucking crazy, man. And yeah, you see people like at all kinds of odd angles in, in this still photo. I mean, it's not funny, but Jesus, man. If you look at this well. black guy, you can see the you can see that people are like cats. Like he has his hand face down, ready to hit the ground, and his head arched up, and his spine, his back's kind of arched up. I mean, it's just like obviously unrelated to this, but uh, when I'm looking at how he's falling, like midair, it's a great picture of how human how your your body knows to respond to a fall. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's a pro wrestler and he just knows how to fall. Could be that. That's how you break your wrist, James. You're not supposed to try and brace. Better breaking wrist and breaking C- broken C5, my man. Go limp. <laughs> Maybe he should have got drunk before this. Yes. <laughs> then he'd have been good. He'd just be like, whoa, like Jello. <laughs> um, See, and here so on the we, aisle panel, we can turn everything into a joke. And and you guys, I'm sure you guys heard about what uh, what Trump said. You heard yeah. what Trump said? Please so, reiterate. Well... He said, what did he say, James? He said, basically, you know, all the hate's got to stop from both sides. And that's what people are really upset about is he said both sides. Um, I I mean, he probably could have worded it a little better, but. um, the, The flexible part of me wants to be like, well, you know, the reality is there is hate on both sides. But then they also, I think. And this might be this the liberal in me saying. People are dis on the left. People are there's a lot of hate, obviously. But then, if there weren't these groups, like these alt right groups, who were like clearly groups of like 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 to their own omission, they are racist. You know that like their whole message is like hate. If it weren't for these groups, you wouldn't have to worry about the alt right. Would just be like discontented. The all I mean the left would be just discontented with what's going on in politics, and there wouldn't you wouldn't have these issues, you know. Like I said last week, you wouldn't have clashes in the street. Yeah, like, like I said last week, no matter how much you like General Lee, he's a fucking loser, you know. In America, we don't celebrate losers, you know. That's the thing, we don't celebrate losers. We're not gonna, no one's gonna be like, no, you never seen someone walking on the street with a fucking ISIS T-shirt on, 
because they're fucking losers, you know? Ooh, that'd be something to wear, huh? It would be. It would be. <laughs> James, oh my God, when you have a great idea, you have a great idea. Hey, man. Let, let me, let, let's, let, dude, let's go. <laughs> On that note, let's segue to the next article. <laughs> okay, I call this one Heil to the Good Times. Okay. Oh, shit. So, this group called KA Art, they decided that oh, they no. would bring back the swastika. Because they were like, the swastika's got a bad rap. It's like 5,000 years old. You know, you can find swastika art in ancient Indian art, in America, in Indian art in India, in fucking Romania. Like, in, like the swastika is old as fuck. And it's a peace, it's a symbol of peace and tranquility and awesomeness. Like, swastika. Like, the whole word means, like, um, be good or be goodness or goodness be unto you or something like that. Like it's, it's a, a symbol of peace. It's a symbol of peace. And back in the day in the twenties and thirties, yo, if you were going to go big, you put a swastika on it. You know, there's a lot of sports teams with swastikas on their shirt, on their ugly black sweaters. They just got a swastika because that shit meant, yo, we'd be good, son. Okay. The Finnish army, the Finnish air force is still rocking a swastika in their flag. Still to really? this day, they go down the street with swastika because it's it's the, their country's old as fuck, and they were like, "Yo, this is our symbol of peace. This is our symbol of fucking like, yo, we're good, dog." So, Ka was like, "You know what? We're taking it back, dog. We're gonna reown this. We're rebranding the swastika, the boldest move in marketing in 250 years. Boom shakalaka." <laughs> okay, so they're gonna take it back. So they had this white shirt. With a bright, fucking, uh, nausea-inducing swastika on it, with multicolor, with like a rainbow, the rainbow flag, and it's like peace, love, good, or the O has a swastika in it, or whatever. Of course, you know the internet; they weren't fans of that idea, so it's going ham i encourage anyone the the ka has not taken the picture the video down go watch the video it is very it's almost like it's got to be a troll it's got to be a troll i don't even know and then the second video the second thing is just an article about the whole thing and it's just fucking crazy dude like they're just going ham with the swastika they're going in they're having a great time with it they're trying to make this thing happen they're not doing it anymore because people were like no but they got rid of those shirts um but I find it very interesting. So the swastika is making a comeback, or they're trying to make it happen. And, you know, uh, we're be supportive. Big, we're going to do big, big things. So on another note that's not in here, before I go on to the next story, <laughs> recently, um, anyone who knows me, these guys know, I have a gaming guild or organization is what they're calling Star Citizen. We'll call it a guild for this purpose of this, called the Evil Eight. Well, the Eight was based upon an eight cell, an eight man structure, or with cells and whatever. Anyway, we the left eight all circles that. Of hell. No, we left all that behind, and we ended up just being the Evil Eight still. Well, some point, sometime, some Australian diddlers thought it'd be a great idea to call their pedophile group the Evil Eight. So upon Googling this week the Evil Eight, we found out that the Evil Eight, Evil Space Eight, is a notorious pedophile group in Australia. And that was a good time. So (laughs) 
we have to change all our branding and marketing, which sucks because we've made a lot of videos and we've done this and we've done that and all kinds of stuff. No, James, take it back. It's yours. Yeah, exactly. It's a symbol of peace now. Exactly. It's a symbol of peace. <laughs> Not and, pedophilia. Take and the, get the bear. Let me let me tell you how notorious this <laughs> add in, is. Add in hey, the bear. They, ha- they have a bear. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, listen, the uh, the guy, the, the main guy in the group raped his daughter, his some his daughter, I don't know how old she was, he raped her, and then he pimped her out to his friends. And just to be associated with that, even in a limited way, is just like almost sickening. Not almost, it is sickening. So we decided we we're going to change the name. So we thought up all these various names that were just very unimpressive. And we got a new member. He came in the group, and he said, oh, why don't you call it the Evil 88? And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool, and it still has the alliteration going on. Well, I sent the email in, and we are probably going to get that name. I'll know on Monday. But here's the thing. If you think about the, if you know anything about 88, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a synonymous code uh-huh. name for the SS. <laughs> so, yeah. And well, I've it's not the seen... SS, it's Heil, Heil Hitler. Hitler. Oh, Heil Hitler. There you go. Yeah, Heil it's Hitler. HH. Yeah. So, good times. <laughs> well, I think he was thinking more like, you know, the crazy 88 killers. That's what he was thinking about. Yeah, that's what yeah. he was thinking about. And that's what I was thinking about. But I think that most people who know would probably, like, if it was me and I saw that, I'd be like, why would you use 88. And I would think some part of my brain would be like, oh, Crazy 88, 88 Killers, whatever. But the other part of my brain would be like, how Hitler? This is obviously a Nazi group. You because anytime run... you see 88 in real life, it's some Nazi, some Nazi thing. And I wasn't if, thinking when we decided to do that. I mean, if you see it on a guy who is obviously a Nazi in prison with a prison tattoo that says 88, that's what it means. Maybe... James, if you're really worried about it, then maybe you should just send another email immediately and be like, hey, whoops. You should also <laughs> you should also clear all naming schemes through Mike and I first. I probably should. Yes, considering I'm a founding member. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> not really. But... Well, good luck with that. I personally don't think the Evil 88 sounds nearly as good as the evil eight it's too long yeah. but but i was not consulted and i'm not a participant so there we go yet mm-hmm yet Heil. i mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so anyway that was a little off track there but let's get back in this in the line here so brings us to uh our man and uh, maybe we'll have him on the show. Oh my God, James Danmore. You know, I didn't know his name, but I I was just skimming this, and I know exactly what this is about. This is fucking crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't think anybody knew who he was last week. Hmm. Um. So James Danmore is a Google employee who, and it looks like it's James Damore. No, it's Dam Damore. D A M O R E. Yeah, it's not Dan Moore. It's... I said I said Dan Moore. Okay, whatever. It sounds like you're saying Dan Moore to me, but 
Go ahead. Uh, De- okay, Demore. We'll say Demore. That you're right. It could be Demore or Damore. Or Damore. Yeah, Demore. Demore. So anyway, James Dickship, dipshit. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. He he decided he worked at Google. He had a great job making way more money than we did. And he's probably just he decided at some time that you know he said you know what he's like you know what do all this what, what sensitive power? yeah what power you know they made us do all this sensitivity training they made us you know um, we're being subjected to reverse racism uh, reverse <laughs> discrimination because we're men and they're making us they're giving women only courses and stuff and that just leaving us out I feel very. I feel very offended and uh, hurt by this. And so he wrote this kind of an essay or a synopsis or it it was a very well thought out, well researched paper, a manifesto, Uh, mm, not even a manifesto. I mean, it was well, it was well done, well thought out, well written, but it's basically a paper saying, Hey, these are all the reasons why what Google is doing is discrimination why it hurts the company and why it hurts the employees. And you'd think, okay, well, that's great. He's trying to help out. He's got that 80, 20 thing that Google's got going on down. He's working on projects to help the company. Well, let's talk about what he was in his article when it was in his uh, essay. So essentially the essay was like a 15 page essay with an index and uh, a table of contents and graphs about why women are biologically less inclined to be good at tech. Um, the way I say it makes it sound like very like, fuck you women. And I guess that's what it is. But he writes it as in, hey, this isn't meant to be discriminatory. This is just like, this is just the facts, you know? So the thing is he drew from these, I mean, here's the thing. If you want to fucking prove a thing, you can find a article helping you prove it. So he found all the articles he needed from the echo chamber of nut jobs, and he proved all of his facts in his article. But once you read it, you once you realize you realize it's a very flawed logic. It's like women aren't good at tech because they are all of these reasons. But the thing is, I found that any person can be good at anything. Because people are basically generated by a random person generator, you know, and they're just shat out. And then they might be like, I'm good at shooting people. I'm good at playing video games. I'm good at being a cocksucker. I'm good at sucking cock or whatever. Like people are good at things randomly. And and I I don't think it has anything to do. Maybe there's some majority minority situation going on. But the thing is, our society train has trained women, trained men for years that these are gender roles. And so people kind of like fall into those roles. So we have to escape that. And Google's trying to escape that by trying to cultivate, because it's like 80% women, 80% men, 20% women. So they're trying to get this more in line culturally, and they can't do it. They're in a lot of trouble. But that reason is because people, women like, I want to work with computers. And their mom's like, no, you should play Barbie doll, bitch, and learn how to sew, you know? So anyway... It's a very interesting read. I did not read his essay. Uh, he got fired by Google, and now he started doing uh, alt-right news. He's basically turned down every every interview except for two alt-right nut jobs who he liked already. So he was already like one of these guys 
who was like feeling abused by women and you know wasn't happy with the situation yeah he was already upset with it anyway it wasn't like he just decided oh well you know what here are the facts no he was already like one of those guys there's a there's a thing called there's a thing on reddit i forgot what it's called the red or the man man section or something i don't know um are we not men it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> creepy right because you have to like i'm a firm believer that men have been pussified for years for years and years and years, like we've be, we've sort of degraded in the quality of what it means to be a man. The pussification of the American male. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that that is a thing that's happening. You know, whenever I see guys walking around in skinny jeans, I'm just like, what's happening? You know. <laughs> and when you look at like you, you don't understand, at, mom. Yeah, when you look at uh what men used to be like in the 50s and what they're like now. You know, a lot of guys are striving to try to be that 50s man in one way or another, like, uh, I like whiskey now, or I'm going to have a highball after work, or I'm going to grow this weird mustache because that's what 50s guys did and wear weird suits and have tattoos and do my wear, my hair in an old 50s way. Like, like guys are striving to be that. Sure, they're doing that too. Um, whatever that is. But yeah, I mean, guys are striving to be that. You know what I mean? And I get that. And I believe that, you know, men have definitely lost our touch. Like we've lost our, the chivalrousness and the things that made us men, you know, but at the same time, it's a thin line you walk where you're like, men are being pussified and you're like, women are the problem. Like you have to be careful not to cross over. And I think a lot of guys have crossed over into that place where they're like, women have to know their place, you know? No, like we have to grow together. You know, there's nothing wrong with being nostalgic about the past and saying, hey, I wish I could have that. I wish we could be that hearty stock of men from the past who strived through the Great Depression and fucking walked in a fucking dust and did the whole Dust Bowl thing and, you know, walked around with Tommy guns, killing people left and right. Like, I wish I could be that guy, you know, Um, (laughs) but at the same time or smoke lucky strikes, you know, like we all want to be James wants to be a terrorist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. No, because I mean, he harkens back to the olden days. Yeah, no, where terrorism we, was accepted. Well, we, we, you know, we we want to be, you know, it's nothing wrong with wanting to be that like olden style of man. But those guys had some great appealing factors, chivalry and things like that. But then you have to be careful to cross the line, not to cross the line where it's like, oh yeah, the best way to deal with women is by punching them in the face. You know. So I don't know, man. Well, it does know. shut them up. No. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what else men have lost Just since kidding. the 50s? <laughs> What's that? 50% of their sperm count. That's true. I did That's see true. that. Yep, I saw that. I don't think that has anything to do with the pussification of the American male, though. Well, could I think be it has a, to do with a reduction in testosterone. I think well, it could be. That could be it. But, man, I mean, you know, that's the thing, right? Like, if you're a soft-ass dude, women didn't make you soft. And TV and society didn't make you soft. You know? There's tons of things you can do to go be a fucking man, okay? That means going outside, fucking going camping. Chopping some wood. Chopping some wood. There we go. Killing an animal. Stand in the park jerking off, you know? (laughs) Just whatever, you know? Get your your trench coast ready, guys. Going to a 7-Eleven, fucking pulling down your (laughs) pants, getting naked, and injecting heroin right into your balls, you know? Just like they did in the 50s. 
just like they did in the fifties. Exactly. That's right. That's what men do. You know, I mean, there's ways to be manly, you know what I mean? But if you say, and I'm sorry, not take shots at all three of us, but if you sit in your house or your computer and fucking don't do anything and you're just like, yeah, you know, the inside is fine and you don't engage with any people, guess what? You're going to lose 50% of your sperm because <laughs> nature, nature of the nature of society, of, 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 of the world is the weak, the weak don't pro- procreate and the, uh, the bold do. That's how it is. You know, if you fucking go into a fucking record store and just listen to hipster shit all day, guess what? Maybe you don't deserve to get, get forwarded on. So what you know? are we, uh, so what are we saying now? Watch if the you, first 15 minutes of idiocracy. Men have to forward their, they, men have to protect their place. You have to go and find the new way to be a man. So the way to be a man now is not fucking going out and fucking farming. I mean, you, that is a way to be a man, but I'm just saying like in this new society, the urban techno techno male has to find a way to be that guy you know to be the manly man the way to be a man now is to have a doctor's note and hormone therapy and surgery that's right and hope they don't make a mistake and make you a woman there's too many things possible now (laughs) well james you know you what you said though is exactly how well not exactly but (laughs) some of the things you said are exactly how some men are trying to be men, whatever that means. Um, you know, you see dudes growing beards, growing mustaches, like you said. The whole beard thing, that's like a whole thing now. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the whole whiskey or, or whatever thing, that's a, that's a whole thing. Which you, you've fallen victim to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, of course, guys going to the gym, getting buff. I read an article that said... These guys that have like the perfect pecs and all this kind of shit, like they go hiking, like some guy will take them hiking, like, all right, we're going hiking up the mountain. And these guys can, can barely make it because their muscles yeah. and shit are, are useless for like yeah, actually they're, doing they're, anything. Yeah. They're big, but they're not strong. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. looking. Those are looking muscles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's where the guys who, the guys you need to worry about are those guys who like, they surf all the time or they hike all the time. They do calisthenics. They, yeah. There's a, there's a guy in my office. If you saw him, we, I mean, he, he even by his own pronouncement, he is a frail boy. Okay. <laughs> but if you, but like, I was like, so how do you climb? And he's like, Oh, you take your hand, you make a C and then you take your thumb and go bloop and cover your finger like that. And that's how you hang from a fucking, from a fucking peak. And I'm like, are you fucking insane? Like, he's like wiry strong, you know, but he's skinny as fuck. But he's like, ah, like he could just fucking close his finger around this and hold himself up, hold his whole body weight up. And it's fucking nuts, dude. Like, that's like, that's the kind of strength. Like, you want that useful functional strength. And I know about it because I am functionally strong. I'm functionally strong. I can stand and hold my own weight on my feet. I broke this chair just by sitting in it. I am functionally strong. Exactly. (laughs) Michael, you weren't here, but I did break the shit out of this chair. It <laughs> did you? Yeah, I don't know yeah. how I broke it, but I don't know. It's probably from my pecs. From yeah. my pecs. And He's like, I don't know how I broke it. I mean, you know. It's, 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 I don't know my own strength. It couldn't be. Or own it couldn't weight. be the hundreds of pounds. <laughs> hundreds upon hundreds of pounds that are subjected to day after day. Oh, I tell you, man. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Anyway, so Jason Damore, or whatever his name is. So, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. You know, they're they're saying Google, and what's their main thing? So their main thing is they're trying to make us not men or whatever, and then also they're they're persecuting conservatives, right? Yeah, that's the other part of it. Yeah, you can't be a conservative. <clears throat> at Google or in the tech industry or whatever. But that's that you know that the thing is most tech a lot of well not some most but a lot of tech people are liberal or are in the middle and that doesn't have that has less to do with being a tech person than being an intellectual. Because I hate to say this but if you pick an ideological side like hardcore like if you're a conservative being conservative is being religious and well now it is religion is like magic. You know, I was going to ask about that thing that Evan talked about, that that uh, chip. I was like, how much mana does it use to use it? <laughs> yeah. You know? Because it's like magic. So it's like, it's like, it's like Jesus Christ was a man from the sky. He came here and gave his life so that you could sin forever and party with bitches. Like, what? I don't you think know? that's quite. John chapter 8, chapter 88. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not even going <laughs> to. I'm sure there was plenty of pedophilia in the Bible. I've never read it. <laughs> okay, wow. But, you know, it's in there somewhere. We'll just throw it out. <laughs> throw it out all kinds of shit. Doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> all right. Now, a couple things. I didn't read the the manifesto either, but one of the one or two sentences in here I'm going to I'm going to extract that I generally agree with. Uh oh. he argued that the company's current diversity initiatives were discriminatory against those who weren't women or people of color, that the company should focus on more ideological diversity um, instead of, you know, gender or color. And that I do generally agree with that. Most of the time, the person who's best qualified should get the job. But I also understand that without such initiatives that many people who have potential might not ever get to show it. I'm also curious about something that um, James said that most like tech workers are liberal. I'm interested if there's ever been a study or a census taken comparing, say, your average worker and their ideals versus your average executive and theirs like if most of the workers are liberal but most of the executives are conservative oh i don't even know i, I just in think the tech industry or just in general um i would say in general but since we're talking about the tech industry why not i think that's a mixed bag probably because i think to be a conservative like to be a conservative favors the executive it favors people with more money so not just by the way Absolutely, hundred percent. Minus the religious overtones, the tax, the tax stuff that's related to conservatism, is and the smaller government, like smaller government is good for Google. You know, the less government involved in whatnot, the better it is for Google. You know, um, and the less the less taxing of upper executives. You know, uh, Sergey Sergey and Schmidt. I mean, they can they have to gain. Because mm-hmm. they don't have to, you know, like like if you tax like the upper brackets more than you tax everybody else, they're they're going to pay the most, and nobody would want that. So to be a conservative is is for the in their best interest rather than not. 
you know. And for regular people, I mean, we all know regular people who don't have any money, no insurance, and are idiots. Those people are conservatives all the fucking time, even though they shouldn't be. You know? Now, now I don't think conservatives... I think conservatism has lost its way over time. You know? But, yeah. Evan, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll come back to that, because... Uh, sure. It's very I, interesting, uh, though. Yeah, that is interesting, actually. I would be, I would be curious to know. Curiouser and curiouser. No. <laughs> um, anyway. <clears throat> uh, okay. So we don't have anything for Stranger Danger. I guess everything's safe and secure. Correct. Okay. Cool. So James, it looks like you got in here something about Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. So this always happens, by the way. Whenever I run the show... I kind of forget that I'm doing it, and Michael ends up taking over. <laughs> Mike's like, so James, what do you have next? I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. Um, okay. That's all good, man. I do it to Evan, too. So, I step on his toes. You know? No, it's fine. So. It's fine. I wasn't paying attention. I was busy like looking at Millennial Matt. Um, who? It's uh, some guy named Matt. A guy on Twitter <laughs> who was accused of being a whatever, and he's not. That's all. Nothing to it. Okay. So... Anyway, uh, Ready Player One. I watched the trailer for Ready Player One. Um, I was kind of annoyed. I mean, I just listened to the book again, and I was just like, oh, man, I can't wait for this movie. And I saw they were already changing a few things in the movie, but I was like, okay, well, I guess there's certain things you can't illustrate. And then there's whole issues with licenses that we've talked about that they just, Warner Brothers doesn't have, so they're going to use their licenses, which is a fair amount of stuff, you know, the Iron Giant and a few other things. Um but then one of my big problems with it was in the book, the thing about um, the main female character, Art, Art Three Miss Artemis, the main thing about her is she's her her she's twice described as Rubenesque, okay? Which Rubenesque to be Rubenesque means like like the painting of the like like the art style of the painter whatever Rubens or Ruben is his name. And he painted these kind of like cherubic, chubby, beautiful, naked women. Thick. You know, thick. Thick would be the word, yeah. Um, and those are the paintings of women. I mean, that's kind of like the sort of like a, a version of a real woman. Um, and so this was so I've always envisioned her as a thick nerd girl, you know, which is what Ernest Klein's painted her as in his book. As this kind of thick nerd girl, not heavy, but very attractive and curvy. He called her curvy several times. So in the movie, instead of painting her as that, they paint her as this um, skinny. She's, a, she's played by, uh, and I didn't pull it up because I kind of came up with this on a fly, but I'll pull it up right now. But she's a skinny British chick, and it's just not the same. Well, like Kira Knightley, it might as well be Kira Knightley. I can't think of <laughs> Michael, can you look that up real quick? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking it up. Uh, someone named Olivia Cook. That's it. That's it. Hmm. So if you look her up, you'll see that she's just Cook with an E. She's just a regular white chick. There's nothing special about her. She's skinny. She's average at best. Yes, she's attractive the way the Hollywood actress is attractive. But when you see her, you're just like, all right. 
you know, and she's definitely not Rubenesque under any stretch of the imagination. You know, she's not Rubenesque. She's not nothing. She's a skinny white girl. You know, she could. She's interchangeable with the late with the lead of uh, Rogue Squadron. You know, I mean, it's just she's an unimpressive character, and there's nothing about her that's special or beautiful to me. And I think that they missed the mark here. I think they should have brought in the Rubenesque female, and I think this is a great. I think this is a great opportunity to be more real with it. You know, I think I think they missed that opportunity. And then the other thing is. They changed uh, H's character. H's character is supposed to be blonde, blue-haired, blonde-eyed, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, <laughs> white male. You know, what that's power? that's H in the game. Um, like well-built white male. And in reality, H's play H's play is a black, a large, heavy-set black woman, with as he says. I saw a black woman in the front of the car with massive, massive breast, you know? <laughs> so that, that comes off to me as she's a big girl, a big girl with big titties. Um, and I have this image of her in my, in my mind. Uh, I know. Sabidi. Hmm. Gabourey Sabidi. Who's the actress from precious. Uh well not her she's gross <laughs> but you know I've seen women and I hate to say that I'm sorry but that chick is gross I'm sorry anybody who likes her and thinks she's special no she's a fat chick and she's gross she might be a good actress but I've never been impressed with her I don't understand I don't get the hype like you put somebody really fat in front of the camera you're like oh yeah she's can really act she's a hero James yeah she's a hero no her dietitian's a hero. I know, a failure. I, I know that fat I'm a bad people, person for saying that. Fat people should not be revered. I know I'm it's a bad true, person for saying Yeah, and here's the thing. We're three fat people, okay? And I'll be the first person to say it. You should not revere. Don't revere us. Yes, Michael's the first person to say it. I'm the second person. Don't revere us. You should strive to be better. Strive to hit the gym and lose some weight. Have some willpower that we don't have. So, anyway... Back to what I was saying, but uh, so the the chick who's playing her is um, a black chick from she's in Master of None, and she's okay. I mean, she's fine. She's just black. She plays like a the lesbian black chick, and she probably is a lesbian. She kind of dresses like a dude everywhere, and I think she's a fine character. Like she is a, her character is a lesbian in the in the movie in the game in the book, so she fits. But the thing is, she's not fat. You know, she doesn't have big, huge, massive breasts. Like, there's nothing about her that's going to make me say she is H. So I feel like this is a great opportunity for Hollywood to be like, fat people are people. And even though I just said fat people shouldn't be revered, at the same time, be honest. Fat people are real. You know, they exist. And Do they, though? (laughs) And chubby, geeky nerd girls are in this year. Like, they are the it thing. Like... The Suicide Girls is all basically like, well, a lot of them are like smoking hot chicks, but before the Suicide Girls became this huge thing and was swarmed with models who got tattoos and like, I'm going to be a suicide girl. Before that, it was full of like chubby, nerdy chicks who were like, yeah, I'm just being me, you know? So I think those kind of chicks are hot. I mean, Michael knows I got a soft, soft, soft place for those chicks. Um, and I really. Real soft. 
Yeah, <laughs> real soft, never hard. But they they missed an opportunity. <laughs> they missed an opportunity to to do that, and that kind would, of annoys me. Would you have rather they cast Lena Dunham? Lena Dunham. James doesn't mm-hmm. know who that is, and I barely know who that is. Okay. How do you spell it? Lena. L e n a d u n h a m, I believe. And see, I'm looking at a picture of her, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So, <laughs> she she's the creator slash producer, I think, of that show, Girls. I know that she's been in the news recently. Yeah, within the last, I'll say, year or so. I don't yeah. know. Um, I assumed you would know who she was, so please disregard my my so... question. Quite inappropriate, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> how how dare you? I guess. Yes. Okay. Well, how about not her? <laughs> she, okay, so here's the thing. She has a plainness about her that's super annoying, and she looks like the kind of girl who stands behind, who stands at the counter complaining that her bagel has not enough cream cheese on it. Like, that's the kind of chick she looks like. But she's probably a very nice person, and I think if I, I think if done right, right makeup and stuff, she'd be a great, she'd be a great person for that. Evan movie. is shaking his head in the in the negative. In the, in the negative, I understand you don't know who she is. I kind of meant like someone of her body type. Um, yes, and I'll, I'll accept that as your answer. Uh, you would literally hate her if you knew anything about her as a person. Lena Dunham. Yes. Yeah, she looks like someone I hate. Yeah, but we'll, we'll looking save at her, her face looks time, like she's yeah. like primed to complain. Who's yeah. your manager? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's your manager? And she's like, I am an SJW. You know, like that's that's like. entirely correct. Every time I see her, and it's isn't it weird how people look like that look like a thing, and they are that thing, right? Is it, is it weird? It's weird. Could be. It could if be you, you're, you're projecting, but you're projecting correctly. If you look at the guy who ran over the people in in the Ohio guy who ran over those people, he looks exactly who you thought how you thought yeah. he would look. One hundred percent. He's like, <laughs> I thought they were going to pull out a black dude. No, <laughs> I was like, get ready for a surprise. It's going to be a black guy. Then yeah. I was like, oh no, not at all. Okay, never yeah. mind. <laughs> no, but he looks exactly like what you think he'd look like, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, he looks like Dylan Roof. Oh, okay. Like that guy who you know shot up the church. Mm-hmm. And who yeah. re- represented himself. Scrawny white guy. <laughs> yeah, and Dylan Roof looks exactly like you'd think he looks and like. Dylan Roof looks they like, both, a, like a retard. They both look retarded <laughs> as fuck. I mean, the other guy doesn't look retarded, but he looks like he's like, he looks like he's like, bro, these niggas are in my way. You know what I mean? Like, I could just see him saying something like that. Or like, these bitches are going to learn, bro. You know, I could just see him saying something like that. Like, he looks like he would, he's like, he's like, you know, I don't know. Like, he doesn't get it. You know, like, and and the thing is, well, a lot of yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't get it. I He's mean, not woke. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> who is truly woke, Michael? Who is truly well, woke? Hopefully, hopefully, the three of us are, no. and no one else on the planet. No, I don't think oh. we're woke. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. That's okay. But uh, okay, so so your Ready Player One analysis is that. You don't approve of who they've casted. You don't approve of the casting. Basically. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I don't. I don't. Okay. All right. What about the male characters? 
I mean, I can't, I haven't really seen, the only one I've seen is him. I think that, uh, so IROC is played by TJ Miller. Yeah, um, I don't know if I approve of that. I don't either, because IROC is, TJ Miller is. IROC big, is an awesome, is a piece of shit. He's a piece of and shit. TJ Miller, Miller is a is, funny guy who you'd like. Funny, awesome dude. If you if you see him, I'm, if you see him in anything, I feel like you'd want to see more of him. You know, I mean, like how can they get him to be play a shitty a shitty character and be a shitty person and not funny and interesting? I like, like how can he go in there and not steal a show? Well, I liked him in uh, She's Out of My League. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is a comedy, anyways. But he plays like a shady. Uh, sort of manager in Silicon Valley, that TV show. Yeah, he's hilarious. Oh, I didn't really like his character. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. He plays I don't, a, like, he's I a, don't like that show. So. Oh, well, see, that's why you don't like the show. So you're not gonna get. You're not gonna. It's not gonna be a thing. He plays. Uh, he plays there. Basically, he plays the guy who runs their incubator that got them all started. They all live in his house. Yeah. And he plays this guy who just doesn't get that he's he's the joke. You know. And he's actually, you know, he thinks he's getting away with something. He thinks he's funny and interesting, but he's not. He's a piece of shit. But he's very, his the acting is very funny, and the things he says are hilarious. And it's just well, he's well played. It's well played. But Irock isn't even that. Irock is not even that character. Irock is an un, an uninteresting douche who plays a character who nobody he's, likes. He's not funny. He's not funny. He's like, like he's just an. He's just a bad character. So when I see when I see that they cast TJ Miller's IROC, it seems like a miss. You know? Like TJ Miller could be anybody, but IROC seems like a waste almost. Yeah. You know? They've been better off making him Ogden Morrow, a young Ogden Morrow or something. You know? Yeah. Did you see who they did make Ogden Morrow? Bill Murray, which I see that that kind of works. They can make Bill that Murray. Work. Yeah, Bill Murray. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. This is Simon Pegg. What? No, I heard Bill Murray. Okay. What are you looking at, IMDb? Yep. Hmm. I would have to assume that they did not give the role to T.J. Miller. Like, he probably had to audition for it, so maybe they saw potential in him as that character. Maybe he hasn't seen the movie. Maybe he hasn't read the book, I mean. They're going to say they didn't give it to him, he took it. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say <laughs> I was like god damn he just took it <laughs> okay so Michael Mike Mark Rylance is, is Holiday I don't even know who he is Yeah, I don't know. TJ Miller is IROC Ben Mendelsohn as Nolan Sorrento that's yeah, a good I, fit I saw that I don't really know who, I don't know if I know who Ben Mendelsohn is I'm looking at his face and I'm no like, but if you look at his picture he fits he's, he's going to be a great Nolan Sorrento um, he just looks like a fucking. Oh, he was in dick. Rogue One, apparently. Huh. Ty Sheridan is Wade Watts. Um, Simon Pegg is Ogden Murrow. Oh, really? That seems. Simon like... Pegg, you know, for being a pasty British guy, he's doing pretty well. No, he is. He's funny and interesting. I mean, he, yeah, and he's H a writer. And he's... Le- Lena Waithe. Yeah. Yeah. JN slash commuter. Julian Nick. I don't know who that is. Reb. These are just characters they made up. Rick. These aren't any people aren't in the book at all. Reb. Another person named Reb High School. Rick, boy. isn't that um, his Carabelle, aunt's boyfriend? IOI staff. 
Jacobs Beltran High School. Kid. Isn't that his aunt's boyfriend, Rick? Oh, I guess. Hmm, interesting. So, what's up with uh, John dies at the end, Mike? The <laughs> <laughs> steam rolled right, right by it. I like it. So, I read this book um, a few years ago. It's written by one of the people from Cracked.com. Someone who goes by the pseudonym or pen name of David Wong. Nom de plume? Yep. But they're not Asian. Um, and it, for some reason, it got turned into a movie. So it's a comedy slash horror slash sci-fi is the genre. Um, <clears throat> the movie is, of course, nowhere near as good as the book. But if you've read the book, then I guess the movie is worth a watch. Um, they have to cut out a lot of stuff. So they like way shorten it, you know, but it's, uh, it's pretty good. The, uh, it is a real movie though. And the only reason I say that is because Paul, they got Paul Giamatti to be in it. I don't think that justifies it or qualifies it as being a real movie. I have seen it. I believe we have talked about it with the soy sauce. Right. Um, it's quite confusing. Uh, I would, it's not on my, it's not on my fictitious top 10 list of movies that you should watch. Oh no, nor nor should it be. <laughs> You're really selling it here, Mike. <laughs> but if you've read the book, the book is actually pretty good. The book is funny. I highly recommend the book. The movie, eh, it's okay. It's just kind of weird. Um, it is kind of funny. And it's kind of funny to see what they what they do with the material from the book. Because, you know, the book is pretty wild. You know, there's all kind of wild shit going on in there. Um, the other reason I I say it's a real movie, although it's not, this is this is stepping into eh territory. Is it also has Clancy Brown in it? Never heard of that name. Okay, so he's in Buckaroo Banzai. He's in uh, he's in um, what's it called? Earth Two. <laughs> he's like the main, like you know guy like there's the main woman yeah and then there's like the main guy he's the main guy okay i know him you i know, know him now why yeah. did you say earth 2 first i mean that's obviously the more <laughs> his best known role <laughs> earth 2 yeah exactly sadly i've actually seen most of that show <laughs> me too <laughs> you know and in, in the sh- i'm sorry i'm gonna go off on a little tangent here but yesterday in the shower i was thinking about <laughs> space tv shows and I was like, you know, there are so many space TV shows I haven't seen. Like, there's Earth, Final Conflict. Never saw it. Right. Um, space, Above and Beyond. Never saw it. I have that one. I have the whole the whole series. Would you consider Alien Nation a, uh, a, a space show? Uh, yeah. It's more like yeah, a weird drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would. I would. I mean, it's sci-fi, I guess. Um, it's like V, you know? Like I would, right. I would, I would loop V into all that, or rope V into all that. I've never seen the old V. I've only seen the new V. Seen the old V and the new V. And which one was better? The mm, new one. The new one was more dramatically better. 
and well better production quality. The old one had that eighties charm that made you feel like you're watching an episode of the A Team every episode. Um, and I'm not back sure in, if you that's know, good or bad. <laughs> well, no, but you know, in the back of the back of the day, back in the day, yeah, there was also no episodic storyline thing going on. Oh, you mean it each was just, episode was just one episode? Yeah, it was like every episode they were like humans are trying to overcome the you know whatever, and so. Maybe at the end of the season, they're just like there'd be one or two episodes that would have that would forward the plot a little bit. Someone would die, or a new person would come. But then, like it could be next week, there'd be an episode without that person altogether, you know, and it wouldn't matter because it was filmed two years ahead of time. But that show, that see, that show went on for like four or five seasons. Hmm. It feels like it. I bet it was only two, but it felt like it went on forever. Yeah, another another show, and I'm sure everyone who knows anything about sci-fi. Although this isn't really the same type of show I'm describing, but we'll go ahead and loop it in because it's sci-fi in space. Babylon 5. Why would that not be in there? I think it should be in there more than Alienation or V. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more of a show like it's about, I guess more involves Earth itself. Oh. But only because all the shows seem to involve Earth because... I guess we're all on Earth, but, uh, you know, you could loop loop sliders into there, I guess, if you want. Oh, yeah. Well, I (laughs) wouldn't put that. I'd put that as sci-fi. I wouldn't put that as space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sci-fi, though. What about space cases? Space cases? I don't even know that one. You ever watch that as a kid? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Space cases. Space cases. It's garbage. 1996 to 1997. Yeah. Um, pure trash space show there's like a bunch of uh kids who get transported oh, aboard a spaceship and they have to figure out how to run it and um boy i loved it as a kid it sounds like the plot of stargate universe you know it's not so dissimilar <laughs> those uh, those I, writers have I stolen had... <laughs> Stolen stole the, space cases. Stole the intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking cheaters. And uh, I'm pretty sure they were both two seasons. So, huh? Hmm. Illuminati confirmed. They ran out of material. Now, one interesting fact is uh, one of the actresses from Space Cases, Jewel Stache, I believe is how you pronounce her name, uh-huh. later went on to be the character Kaylee. In Firefly in Serenity. The uh-huh. engineer chick. I see. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I believe you. So, I, and that's sort of the vibe I got from your response there. Mike, um, if you have not seen the entirety of the one season of Firefly, <laughs> you should watch it. Let me what ask you a question. Weren't there some rumors that that was going to come back? Yes, it won't. Is, is there two? Is there two shows? Is there, is there Firefly and Serenity? Firefly was the short-lived TV show that Fox canceled after one season. Serenity is the movie in that universe with the, you know all the same characters because it was such a cult hit and the DVD sales were so high. They made a movie of it. So here's the thing I don't know. same story. And Serenity is the and, name of the ship. Correct. So here's the thing I don't understand, okay? It's come to a point now where as a, as a person who loves space stuff, I cannot tell other people who love space stuff that I think Firefly is as dumb as I think it actually is 
because now people are like, are you a fucking Trump supporter? You alt-right <laughs> piece of shit. Fuck you, die in a fire, bitch. Like, I, it's just crazy, man. People, like, they're like, oh, it's great. That's great TV. And I honestly think it was the worst trite rehash shite that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I love space stuff. But it was basically, it was basically like all the worst things about, um, uh, uh, what's the show with the ring? Stargate? It was all the worst things about Stargate and Star Trek all pushed in together in one weird spaceship that didn't make any sense. It was just bad. It was just to bad me, TV. I never understood it. I never sort of, I never analyzed it. I honestly enjoyed it from the beginning, but I would say I would kind of describe it as a, an episodic show in the same sort of universe as Blade Runner um, with pirating. I say that because Blade Runner, it's like, you know, all the cultures on the planet merge. There's like, you know, language joined each other. It's kind of um, uh, with like steampunk sci-fi-ish. Um, but then there's also pirates. Oh, in a in a minute, I got to talk about something else. But go ahead. Okay, I mean, that's all I had to say about it. Hmm. Go ahead, I Mike. personally like Firefly. I think everyone should at least give it a chance. If you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah, I watched I watched uh, about four or five episodes of it, and it's just the same kind of like, oh, they go to a planet and, cor- and, and, and run into some shenanigans, and then try to solve those shenanigans with a firefight or mm-hmm. whatever. And then, or they, so-and-so gets kidnapped and they have to rescue so-and-so. It's just kind of the same thing over and over again. It's like the same kind of, re- it's like TV and how like, like BSG taught us there could be really good TV, you know? Um, and For the uninitiated, that was Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, but, personally, I don't know if this will end our friendship. Um, I didn't really think Battlestar Galactica was that great. It won't end our friendship. I know you're a pleb. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. What's wrong with you, man? You don't like BSG? What the fuck, dude? It, to me, it was made too over over dramatic. It insists upon itself. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the cinematography and thought the the universe was interesting, but the character interactions were over dramatic, in my opinion. So I, now I understand why you liked Serenity, mm-hmm. because Serenity was definitely not that. It was just kind of, and it's like the height of escapism. I think all TV is, but Serenity and shows like that that kind of like just suck you in, let you have a half an hour or an hour of fun, and then send you on your way, is like the height of escapism. And I think that's what that show was. It gave you exactly what you wanted and it lets you leave. And Battlestar Galactica doesn't do that. It's like game of Thrones for geeks, you know, um, it definitely, it aggressively is aggressively dramatic. And you're right. It is, but I like that about it. Like I need more depth. Like I can't, I can't watch more of the same. I just see all I see. I can't even see the story anymore. All I see is that arc. 
And I'm like, oh, here's where the character gets shot or kidnapped or they have to use the magic black box of problem solving to solve some weird technical problem. <laughs> like, that's all I can see now. Like, even when I watch, what was I watching today? Um, fuck. Oh, it was a, a show that I really like. I'm really into now. Winona Earp. Um, what and, the fuck? Yeah, it's super weird. It's a sci-fi show that films. It airs on sci-fi and space and it just got their second season. And I've been watching it. I watched the first season on Netflix, and I watched the second season, part of the second season up to episode 10. I crammed it all in the last two days. Um, it's a show about Wyatt Earp's heir. Um, basically, there's a, a curse where Wyatt Earp was cursed by this demon he killed, and the curse says that any demon he killed, any person he killed with that, with, the, with Peacemaker, his gun, is going to come back as a demon and they're going to hunt the Earp heir until they die. And then the next Earp heir will resurrect all the demons. And only the demon, the demons can only be killed by a peacemaker. And they only live in this place called this town called Purgatory. And for some reason, all these people live in this town. But, dude, that show has it all. I mean, it has all that stuff that I hate about TV. But it has a very sexy, a sexy all the chicks in the show are fucking hot, aggressively hot. I mean, <laughs> fucking holy so they, shit. They insist upon themselves. Yes, and I would like to insist upon them. <laughs> Take my seed, please. I will pay you. And they are fucking <laughs> hot, dude. There's one of the office, there's one of the cops there. Her name's Officer Hot. H A W T, <laughs> Officer Hot. And she's a lusty lesbian who has lesbian good times with. Winona Earp's sister, Waverly Earp, and it is fucking money. Go Google those chicks, dude. You'll be like, it's fucking nice. All of them are nice. Even Winona Earp. And Winona Earp, the Winona Earp character is funny. Like, she says fun. Sometimes it's cheesy, but otherwise she says and does funny things that it's like kind of like out of the box stuff that you wouldn't normally expect. So that's why I like that show. But that even that show, I'm like, oh. Now they're going to solve this problem that was unsolvable in the beginning of the season with some kind of magical, magic black box. Like, oh, if we use a thermogenic repulsorator, we can then interlope the venom from the whatever demon. And then here we go. And here's a serum. You know, you're like, okay. So it's like the movie Tombstone mixed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer mixed with Eureka. Yes, exactly. There's a weird police agency called <laughs> that are they're Canadian called Black Badge, <laughs> and it's fucking weird. They're like the U.S. Marshal Service or something. But in the beginning, of the first episode, they were Canadian, and now they just dropped the Canadian angle like it never happened. But um, black, yeah, black, the Black Badge unit, like they deal with all the monster threats in the world. It's weird, man. It's a weird show, so but it's like, fun. It's like Torchwood. Yes, and, sort of. Uh... Friday the 13th, the TV series. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird, but it's funny. It, and, it, okay. and, it, and it knows it doesn't take itself too seriously, um, which is nice. It's nice to get away with a show like that or Serenity. I just thought Serenity was cheesy looking. Like, whenever I see Serenity, I'm just like, ugh. And the characters' lines were weird, and the guy's like, I'm going to use guns on everything. You know, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you're kind of like this fucking weird character that's not a real person. It's just strange to me. I'm like, how's this? Like, you're not even a person. You're just a weird, you're like a cliche, you know? But people love Firefly. They love Serenity. Like, it was like the shit. 
You know, they love the shit out of that show, and I don't know why. But yeah. So I don't okay. mind if you like it and didn't like BSG. I get it. Trust me, I totally understand. If I can watch Winona Earp, you're allowed to watch Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your understanding. Um, one more I'll mention uh, in the same vein, but, you know, a newer show. Well, we've talked about it before, though, The Expanse. I think I think both you guys would enjoy that show. Um, and I, I read the I, book, and I did not like it. Well, the show is pretty good. Uh, I didn't read the book, so I don't know. But I I would say, Evan, it's probably halfway between Serenity, you know, like, pew, 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 and... Uh-huh. You know, and pirates and whatever. It's like halfway between that and... But there's an overarching story, you know, going on. Kind of like Battlestar Galactica. You know, like there's a whole big thing going on. So, mm-hmm. so I think it has a good mix of both, I'd say. Okay. So, it's good. It's good. Um, <clears throat> Now, the other thing, though. uh, One of you guys mentioned Steampunk a few minutes ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> the other night, I watched... On Netflix, the movie Wild Wild West, starring Will Smith and Kevin Klein for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not a great movie. Uh, well, okay. It's okay, though. I, I... Evan, you got weird-ass taste, dude. Don't tell me you like <laughs> Wild Wild West. No, no, I don't. Okay. Um, But it's entertaining. You know, I'll say that. It is entertaining. And that is a very, if you've never seen it or heard of it, it is a very steampunk, which is sci-fi, uh, thing. And it also features Kenneth Branagh, which... The great Kenneth I, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything else in my life, so... Is he Loveless? Well, yes. He played in at least one Harry Potter movie. Right. Which you have not seen any of them, or maybe you saw the last one. I saw the first one. Ah, okay. Which I really don't remember, but I did see it. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, and I I don't know what else he's been in. Apparently, maybe some Shakespeare things, that kind of thing, which I've obviously never seen. So I don't know. He's just doing independent movies with John Malkovich and Paul Giamatti now. <laughs> like John dies at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and going back, circling back to that real quick. Oh, Jesus. So, there's John dies at the end, and then they released a sequel, but just the book. I don't think they've made a movie, and that's called This Book is Full of Spiders. I would highly recommend that also. It's very good. Just an FYI. Noted. All right. <clears throat> Sue. <clears throat> Yvonne mm-hmm. why don't you uh... well let me let me pose a question first would you like me to re- uh, do a quick review on this article or did you want to talk about food you said we were going to talk more about buffets or something well I did want to talk to you about the buffet okay um, and James seemed to think that I had not visited a buffet in a long time I which assume is, you were ketoing and you decided no incorrect <laughs> because I went to a buffet on Friday. Jesus. For lunch. What a travesty. And I've probably been been to that same buffet within the last two weeks. I have not been to a buffet in almost a year. 
You're missing out. Well, what kind of fat man are you? Uh, not trying hard enough, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> not trying hard enough to be fat. Yeah. Actually, I did eat a bunch of pasta today with hot dogs, so I'm trying pretty hard, actually. <laughs> did, you make, did you make the hot dog spaghetti monsters? Uh, Sorry, so, the hot dog spaghetti octopus monsters. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do that. Have you ever I'm going to do those? that next time you come to town. Yeah, I have a book on how telling you how to do it. I have, awesome. I have the bento box cookbook. It shows oh, you that's all right. It's in it. there. Yeah. James, explain to me <laughs> pasta and the hot dog sp- spaghetti octopus monster. No, no, just whatever the hell he ate today. Oh, no, I made last night. I made some uh, or last night, whatever. I made some I bought some co- some grilled chicken. Some mushrooms, uh, rosemary, EVO, pasta. Oh, what was that word? Olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. EVOO, a la Rachel Ray. Yeah. What the fuck? She could get it, by the way. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Vigor- vigorously and with gusto. So, and that's just because I respect her. That's what I'm saying that. That's respect. Yeah. Um, You'd like to give her a gift. Yeah. A man named X has something to give to you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I basically boiled the rotini, mixed in some cheese, some some extra sharp cheddar I bought, and uh, a little heavy cream, and mixed it all up, and then put the oh. put the I grilled a I, I just uh, put in the frying pan a mixture of olive oil, um, a little fresh pressed garlic. That I, well, not pressed, but chopped up into flakes myself, and then with a little uh, rosemary and some mushrooms and some peas and that grilled chicken, and I slept that on a, on low heat for a little while and uh, let it you know simmer up nice. Then I mixed it in with the cheese, the cheese pasta mixture, and mixed it all together. It's pretty good, like kind of a weird mac and cheese that tastes like uh, rosemary. It's pretty nice. Was it regular rotini? Where did the hot regular rotini? Where did the hot dogs rotini. come in? I just the hot dogs were this morning. I just wanted to add some more protein. <laughs> see how I made more that sound healthy. Meat. See how I made that sound healthy. I'm gonna add a little more protein. You know, trying to get big over here. You know, yeah, I'm carb carb loading. I need it for the gym later. Oh jeez. Yeah. Hey, I was carb loading uh, yesterday. It's all good. I yep. essentially ate an entire box of angel hair pasta. <laughs> By myself, so over the course of like three or four hours, <laughs> it was cooked. It was cooked. I mean, let's. He, he's laughing at the noise that came from my chair. <laughs> it's about to. I feel like it's about to give up the ghost. It's like, <laughs> it made a noise. And a, a look of a look of yeah, horror. I was like, <laughs> a look of. <laughs> Terror and embarrassment came over his face. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you're aware, but you know, I mean, I've I've been victim to this myself. But uh, James has been, uh, you know, he hasn't had the best of luck with chairs. Yeah, or uh, boxes stacked on top of each other. No, no I still yeah, have yeah. that video, James. Yeah, it's on my YouTube. <laughs> Thank so, you, Esley. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh. Mendoza. Is that guy dead? No, he's not dead. Is he dead to us? He's dormant. Yeah, he's dormant. We'll have to get him on the show. 
Anyway, what were you saying, Mike? Go ahead. Tell us about your trip to the buffet. No, 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 no. I wanted to hear about Evan's trip to the buffet. All right, let's hear about mine. Um, well, I went alone, as usual. What's the name of the buffet? Ooh, uh, Pacific Fusion. <laughs> that sounds fancier than it probably was. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a good buffet. It's no Tyson's. Right. They don't have, like, a ton of the authentic stuff, but it's, I would say, better than your average, you know, cheap Chinese buffet. Okay. Good. Didn't get anything too extravagant. Had the uh, salt and pepper shrimp. Some uh, rice noodle stir fry. Some uh, sweet potato tempura. Couple dumplings. Some spicy basil beef. Mm. Some Thai fried rice. Um, what else? It was pretty good. All no sushi. The low, low price of? Uh, it actually came out to just under $11, which I was not expecting because it was on the weekend and those prices are usually more in line with the dinner prices, which I believe are closer to $13. Hmm. So they don't have sushi or you didn't get any sushi? They do have a wide selection of Americanized sushi. I did not get any. I thought about it, and but thought, I did not. Sushi in landlocked Tennessee might not be a great idea. Well, I'm Where sure it's all California roll type sushi. Oh, no. No? No. There's, there's like, um, I probably should have gotten some of the, the smoked eel, which is my favorite type. Um, but they have, they have some... You know, a little rice ball with a piece of salmon Fish on top. Or, slapped uh, on top. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. I usually don't get that because it's not my favorite. Uh, I don't really care for the texture of raw fish. But to each his own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, sounds like a successful foray. Mm-hmm. Um... Right, I will on. I will readdress that briefly after I um take a take a look at this article here. Sure. Um so prolong this article talks about fasting for relatively short periods over short durations over a long period, I guess I could say. Um so repeated two to four day fasts over a six month period caused a drop in white blood cell counts and then this is in uh mice i believe but also a a stage one study in uh in humans was done um and the drop in white blood cell counts triggered a stem cell generation uh it triggered the bodies to uh use stem cells to regenerate new white blood cells and other damaged cells so Part of how this happens is fasting reduces um, the presence of an enzyme called PKA. And what that enzyme does in general is helps to prolong the life of, I'll say, microorganisms or small, you know, small organisms, such as some of the cells in your body. Now, that might sound like a bad thing, but... We all know that our body regenerates cells, you know, fairly continuously. But if there is the if there's an abundance of this PKA enzyme, some cells which should die and be regenerated don't. Uh and that 
you know, I'm I'm reaching here, but that could be, you know, the beginnings of some something such as cancer, where, you know, dead cells keep or not dead cells, but malformed cells don't die and they keep generating bad copies of themselves. So um it can be particularly helpful in cancer treatment in combination with chemotherapy, which unfortunately wipes out your immune system, basically. So cycling back to the buffet, uh, in a in a one to one hangouts message, Mike was like, "Sup?" I was like, "Sup?" Treating myself to a Chinese buffet. It's like nice. So part of the reason why I was doing that is to see if my tastes had changed, because something I did not tell you guys from last from last last Thursday to last Thursday. <laughs> To, the before, to this previous Thursday, time. yeah, um, I did a seven-day fast, so I did not eat anything, and I was quite comfortable doing so, and I will do so again in the future. And what was the result of the seven-day fast? I survived. Because I cut ten pounds a day for seven days straight. Did you weigh yourself? <laughs> did you? I did not because it was. Imp- I didn't plan on doing it. It just turned out that way after Thursday. I, the last meal I had was the old, old times Thursday night. And then I didn't eat on Friday. And then Saturday I was like, I'm not really hungry. So maybe I'll think about getting some dinner. Didn't have anything. And that turned into a week. And, uh, Thursday night, this previous Thursday night, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go get something to eat. Not because I was actually hungry, Mm-hmm. But because of that, uh, that you know, thirty years of conditioning that like food, give me food, right. that old uh, that old habit, the whole um, habit of living, you know. Yeah, but I I <laughs> uh, I would say a couple times a day, you know, you get the the hunger strikes, but it's gone in like ten minutes. If I, you know, if it didn't go away in ten minutes or so, if I thought I was actually hungry. I would put one or two um, like chicken bouillon cubes in a couple cups of hot water and essentially just have the equivalent of chicken broth, which also helped to keep up my uh, sodium and electrolyte intake. And I also took in some of these here. This is slow absorbing uh, magnesium. So you don't get any muscle cramps. You took that every day. Two of them. Yes. Oh boy. You always take it. Let me see that again. Mm-hmm. It's slow mag. Do you take that every day, or you were just doing it during this inadvertent, advertent fast? Every time that I do uh, strict, like low carb or keto, or or now fasting, um, after say three days, uh, I start getting minor cramps in my like feet and calves, which mm. is very common when you do that. If you take normal magnesium supplements, it uses something called magnesium citrate which like rushes through your body and uh, makes you shit like incredibly fast. And, you know, you don't actually, yeah, you don't actually absorb much of it. So this, this is slow absorbing magnesium, which takes care of both of those issues. Slow mag. huh? I need to get some of that because I have cramps. I don't get them all the time, but I do get them occasionally. Yep. It's, um, I think I got this at Walmart, but they, I'm sure they have it in the vitamin section of most grocery stores. It was like ten bucks for sixty tablets. 
So it should last you a month. One serving is two tablets. So it's not too bad. I have it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 60 tablets, $25? Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. $2504? Yeah, but that's a two-pack. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. You might as well get a one-pack for $9.98. Yeah. You get two of them for $20. So, (laughs) yeah. Should be about ten bucks most places, um, oh, but if you're doing if you're doing prolonged keto slash low carb slash fasting, hmm. highly recommend you I keep an if, eye on your electrolytes. I wonder if that would help me out. Interesting. It could it help me poop faster. No, the the opposite. Oh, so that actually reminds me. So no, no you poop often, not fast, not quickly. Well, well, we've had we've all had <laughs> issues with keto chow. Right. And um right, exactly. That's te- what I'm, the that's texture. What I'm thinking. So I didn't look into the recipe, but I believe in, you know, the early versions of keto chow, maybe up to 1.4, um Chris Bear posted the the recipe essentially, and I sure. don't remember if he included magnesium citrate, which is the one that makes you shit your brains out. The alternative is magne- magnesium glyconate. Which is the one that does not make you shit your brains out. Hmm. So if you wanted to make up your own batch of keto chow, swap that out. Make sure it's the magnesium glyconate. I'll have to see what's in the current one. The one that I have. Because I believe I have 1.9 at the moment. Although, you know, 2.0 has been released now. Mm -hmm. Ed said he's been been enjoying the 2.0. Good. Likes it. Likes the way it tastes. Thinks it's good. Very good. So, yeah, I might, I might gravitate back towards that. I don't know. Yep. But I was thinking about Listen. fasting over the weekend while I was mm-hmm. enjoying my rice and and other carb rich foods. Thinking about, um, thinking about my life. Thinking about where I want to be. Well, kind of. I really enjoy eating, but my dad sort of has the mentality of you know food is fuel. Right. Although I would not consider my dad the pinnacle of health. Um, (laughs) He's also a bit rotund, but you know, he doesn't necessarily care about food combinations or ordering a certain dish or anything. He'll just eat because he's going to eat for, you know, eat whatever food. But if you have that mentality of food as fuel, then fasting, you know, in our sense, in our situation can make a lot of sense because if you also think of your, you know, think of your body as a car and your energy, you know, needs as your gas tank. All of our gas tanks, we have like 19 full tanks of gas in our cars, right? Why, why are you right. going to try to fill up the tanks more? Right. Um, Evan, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought up this whole fasting thing. Yeah. It because... costs you money. That's another thing. I didn't what? spend any money on food the oh. whole week. It was awesome. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, I actually, just in the past couple of days, I was thinking about doing a fast. I was like, yeah, could I do right. that? Yeah, I like, could right. I do that? No, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it, right? You could. So I don't believe you. Well, I don't believe you could. Well, I don't believe thing. you thought about here, it. Here's the thing. I, <laughs> You're a liar in every sense of the word. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually did. I have been thinking about it. Um, but I'll be honest. I've been, I've been, maybe, I, I mean, maybe my fears are unfounded, but I've been, Worried that it's unhealthy in some way. 
Like it would it would damage your body, you know, like not at all. Oh, it's gonna you know, it's gonna hose your heart, bro. Your kidneys are gonna shut down. You know, I don't know, right? I mean, I don't know I don't know why I'm thinking that exactly, but because you've been brainwashed by the USDA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The liberal media yeah. has been telling you that you need to eat three Big Macs a day, bro, but it's not true. Um, it's quite safe. So, but you would have to take, well, I don't know. I'm assuming you still drink water? Yes. Okay. And You could you have still... unsweet tea. You could have black sure, coffee. Sure, sure. sure. Now, one thing that I did... Um, what about was pills? I added, well, supplements. I, um, the only supplements I took were the, you know, the bouillon cubes for some sodium and that slow mag. I didn't take so no multivitamins or fish oil or anything like nothing. that. No, nothing. Nope. Hmm. I will probably do that, um, in the future. The next time I do it, just because, you know, just to have it there just in case. Cause you know, but science, you, I mean, you don't really need them if you're doing a, a relatively short fast. You know, like a week is fine with no multivitamin. But here's here's the question. Yep. Let's say I did want to do a fast for one week. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you do it? Yes, why would I do it? Um, It might help to reinvigorate your metabolism. It would help you drop some water weight. It would help you shift your... Begin to shift your body into... A ketogenic state. Hmm. So it might be a good way to jumpstart the keto. Correct. Okay. I mean, even two days, honestly, even 12 hours and most of the shit is out of your body. Mm -hmm. But like a a two-day fast is a pretty good way to start your body producing ketones. Um, But one thing that I did was just to add some flavor to the water, I'd put in like, you know, some of the... This this one's Kool-Aid cherry. You know, just one of these things. No sugar. Those, like flavor uh, drops. It's zero uh... it's zero calorie, but you know, it has artificial sweeteners. And that's that's the one thing. When I do it again, I will not have any artificial sweeteners. Use that four C T, huh? Not even the Stevia. Four C T Yeah, not even that one. Oh, James, CT. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I have some of that, actually. Mm-hmm. Is that... Uh... It's so, like store brand powdered tea mix. It's that Asian tea you get at the fucking carryout, so they freeze. <laughs> they, know, they know what we want. Yeah. yeah. Four CT and honey wings. Oh, James, guess what they're opening? So you know where, where Kenny's is and everything? Yes. In Wheaton? In that same little shopping center? where it's Duncan... No, in the same little shopping center where Dunkin' Donuts is and everything, yeah, they're opening a Manny and Olga's. Huh. I just saw it today. I was like, what? I was like, okay, I guess there isn't one in the heart of Wheaton, so yeah, now there will be. Yeah, you know, I could live without knowing that. So <laughs> let me, I'll, I'll give Fucking you, asshole, even though, man. even they're not though, open late enough for me, they need to be open later, and they're like 40 miles away. He's like, yeah, they need exactly, to be open exactly. at 3 a.m. <laughs> in Colombia. I'm sure there's good. one in Colombia. What are you talking about? I seriously doubt that. I think inside every Manny and Olga, there's actually either Manny or Olga, and they're like really old, and they're like, ugh, I hate this job. It's a piece of the original owners. They have the, a frozen finger in each <sighs> location. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. It would okay. break all kinds of health codes, but it's a good idea. No. No, no. they wouldn't have to know about it. 
<laughs> no. Legal schmeagle. It's like, we keep the finger at the bottom of the saucepan. It's fine. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, what? Mike. No, no, good. No, 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 no. no. I'm done. Even though I just read an article recommending a two to four day fast, I would not personally recommend that because it t- it will take you two to four days to stop feeling hungry. hungry. Yeah, yeah. So if you're gonna do it, go, go for all a the week. way. Go for a week. If you feel good after a week, keep going. Hmm. When you're truly hungry, I assume you'll know it, which probably wouldn't be for a while on any of us, and then, you know, eat something. Now, I will let you know, the first thing that I ate on Thursday night, I went to the grocery store after work. Like and fish got, heads. All the fish no, heads. No, I got a a bag of salad. So it was not like, you know, a baker's dozen of donuts and a loaf of bread. I thought you were going to be like, I ate a loaf of bread. <laughs> In its entirety. I was like, damn, you know? You guys ever seen the movie Back to School? Yeah. So towards the beginning of the movie, there he's at a they're at a party at his house, and he takes an entire loaf of bread, hollows it out, mm-hmm. and fills it with like meat and I don't even know what the hell he fills it with. Yeah. And that was awesome. I just want yep. you to know that. And that's what that just made me think of. Correct. When he said you eat a whole loaf of bread. So <laughs> Remember the New, the New Zealanders, uh, the kiwi dessert. I think yeah. it is. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, it's so like it's... a loaf, hollow it out loaf of bread, stuffed with ice cream, and then you dump like a two liter of orange Fanta over it and eat yeah. that. And eat that. Yeah. Jesus. Delicious. Yeah. Shut up, Michael. You know if I brought that to you, you'd be like, <laughs> "I'll try. I'll have a taste. Let me just get a little taste and see what it's all." Oh my God, this is wonderful. Yeah. Have you had it? No, it's probably great though. You see how fat those fucking people are? They got horrible health care over there, so of course it's probably good. It's only the fucking natives (laughs) or whatever. You know, the the white people over there are probably all fucking like... Laughing? Well, yeah, that too, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing all the way to the bank, or whatever. Whatever they have in New Zealand, the sheep. They they bring bread to the... (laughs) I guess it's a bread... The bread, big, big bread... Yeah. <laughs> big bread is all a big Fanta is all behind it. Exactly. Jesus. The bread industry. <laughs> the grain God, industry. Thank God for those damn kiwis keeping us afloat. <laughs> big bread strikes again. <laughs> yeah. Fucking big bread. Alright, what do we got next here? Mike, you got you done goofed. What's up? Oh, yes, I have done goofed. Big time. So, no, so I just saw this article. I only saw this, thought this was interesting because Ed and I have talked about this in the past where people are buying these tiny, tiny houses. Yeah. Like, I've seen tiny houses, tiny apartments. I've seen the tiny house you can, like, buy and, like, they'll deliver it to you. And this this article is like, people are seriously regretting buying tiny houses. <laughs> So I just thought it was hilarious. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it can be good if you're dedicated to that lifestyle. But if you're just like, oh, that looks cool. I want to be hip. I want to be recognized. And you move Mm -hmm. from like, you know, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house into a shed. You're like, shit, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Like, this is a shed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What was I I immediately regret this decision. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, there's no pool or jacuzzi here. Yeah, I'm living. Uh, I'm living off of a 12 volt battery. This is horrible. My life's a mess. I didn't get that at all. I mean, I think the tiny houses are cool, but like I know how I live. Actually, I could probably live in a tiny house if it long as it had FiOS and uh. <laughs> Your requirements are low. Yeah, as long as it has FiOS and a place for me to sleep, I'm be good to go. FiOS and a place to sleep. Yeah. I mean, that's what's sad, too, because, like, I've thought about, like, here at my apartment complex, they have one-room efficiencies. Really? And I'm, I'm like, I could live in that. Yeah. yeah. I'd be great. How much you know? are those? Uh, like, 800 900? to 1,000. That's not bad. Somewhere in there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. So, keep cool. that in mind. But, um, okay, so next up, we have here, I was talking to you guys uh, about this before the show started, so uh, uh, this is an article from BoardPanda.com, which is like saying it's from BuzzFeed.com, but, uh, you know, whatever. They're they're reputable. Um, They exist. Well, it's it's right up their alley, because it's all, this is a whole social media thing, so. Clickbait. Yeah. So they they did an experiment... Mm -hmm. Um, which revealed how easy it was to become a fake Instagram star and get brands to pay you for endorsements. So they made they created two fictitious Instagram accounts, one that was a lifestyle and fashion-centric Instagram model, and another one a travel and adventure photographer. And so for the first one, they actually hired a model, and they took a bunch of uh, pictures in a one-day photo shoot, and just said, okay, now we have all our all our content, you know, lined up. And then the second one, they didn't even bother with anything. They just the entire it says the entire feed was composed of free stock photos of random places across the world and blonde girls always posing facing away from the camera. <laughs> and so they did that and they started they they bought uh followers. You can buy followers. So I don't know where you buy them from. Not Instagram. I'm pretty sure that violates some kind of yeah. Probably the same terms of service. You buy likes on on Facebook. Could be. So they they're buying uh, a thousand followers per day, and they only did a thousand per day because they were worried that too many would result in Instagram flagging the account. So a thousand a day is not too many. They were probably they were worried if they bought two thousand a day or five thousand a day, it'd be they'd be flagged. So they said, uh, but we eventually found out we were able to buy up to 15,000 followers at a time without any issues. <laughs> um, how much does it cost? Between 3 to $8 per 1,000 people. Totally worth it. Well, I mm-hmm. wonder what, um, what constitutes the difference in price. It's like, are, are various entities offering these, uh, you know, follow, following accounts? for whatever price the market says for the day. I mean, it probably has to do with clicks and like on Facebook, if you buy followers and buy likes on Facebook, basically what they do is they say, Oh, you want likes in the U S then it's going to cost you this much. If you want likes in fucking Uzbekistan, it's going to cost you significantly less. Like it might be two cents, two cents a day for likes to get your page in front of people in Uzbekistan where it might be, 
a dollar a day to get your fa- your page in front of the face of people in, you know, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Then they said they had to buy. Um, it says if the followers don't like or comment on posts, they're kind of worthless. So the next step was to purchase fake engagement. Mm-hmm. So once they once they got a few thousand followers on each account, they started buying likes and comments. They paid twelve cents per comment and four to nine dollars per one thousand likes. Hmm. So it cost them about a thousand dollars total. It's not that's for not all, too bad. For all of this, including hiring the model, the photo shoot, everything. Um. They reached, uh, so each uh, account got up to 10,000 followers. Then once they did that, this company started applying for sponsorship deals. And um, they were able to to get them. Good for them. They earned it. So what happened? It was just an experiment. Yeah, they're like, can we do this? And they're like, yep, we did it. Did they get... All with fake bullshit. And now they're making so much money, they don't know what to do. No kidding. We got to come clean. I was like, really? Can we do this? Let's do it. Who's got a thousand bucks? We can do this, James. We can do this. All right, let's do it. Okay. I told you I wanted to set up a website that's just clickbait, right? Let's make make an Instagram account called Wandering Fatties. I'm and, down with that. And we'll just do it. And we'll put pictures of us on the beach in Jamaica. And then we'll get a bunch of stock photos from Jamaica. And it'll be like, we're on our month-long Jamaica Jamaica vacation. And we'll just make <laughs> up fake names about, like, like, we'll show a picture of a Jamaican boy or just some black boy who looks like he's in a tropical setting. And we'll say, Reginald can't read. Today I taught Reginald how to read. A few words, but it was beautiful. To see the light in his eyes as he read his mother's name for the first time, his dead mother, who died in the weed wars of 2016. (laughs) To see him read her name was beautiful. Light is in the world again. Peace be to you. Namaste, brothers. You write that shit up? Yeah, we're good. It's like, God is great. God is great. I thought you were going to go a different way. Like, put up a picture of all of us as the first post, and then from then on, only use faceless stock photos of white blonde women be like james enjoying the beach yeah we can do that we can do that hey i'm down for that why not shit that that account that was just the stock photos and shit they didn't even hire anybody nothing they just did the stock photos and then buying likes and all that three hundred dollars that's it not bad all we got to do next after we do this, we say, oh, yeah, just have us, you know, pay us. We'll come to your resort and take mm-hmm. pictures, you know, done. Now, I think, the, you, I think you found your, your future, James. I mean, people do that for a living. Extorting companies via social media influence. If it's a company, it's not extortion. <laughs> it's fighting back. <laughs> there you go. Fight the machine. Um, That's right. So next up, I have a uh, a video. I'm, we're not going to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. It looks very interesting. I'm sure it's dry and boring, but 
It's how the NSA tracks you. Perspective from the inside. So it's uh, by a guy who, he was the technical director at the NSA where he worked for 34 years. Hmm. And so he gives a presentation, his videos about an hour long. And, you know, it's about prism, this and that, blah, blah, you know, all these different systems and all that stuff. Dry or not, it's probably kind of interesting. Yeah. If you're curious. Absolutely. So recommend uh, anyone who's interested, check that out. Next up, uh, we were talking about this, I think, before the show, if I'm not mistaken, or was it during the show? Um, the high place phenomenon. Yeah. Where, you know, you think you're, let's say you're, you're walking over a bridge or you're at the edge of a tall building and you, you suddenly get the urge, I want to jump off the building or I want to jump. And apparently you're not alone. If you've ever experienced that, it's a thing. Um, we were reading another article. This article talks about it too, though, where, They say it's due to cognitive cognitive dissonance and um, it's your body trying to resolve the fact that you're fucking panicking or you're having anxiety because you're so high up and you're like, oh my God, oh, but, but then at the same time you realize you're pretty safe. So... It's your body trying to resolve these two, these are your, really your brain trying to resolve these two things. And it's, it's logical conclusion is, oh, you must want to jump. So. Do it, pussy. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, uh, just an interesting, uh, I think there's a word for this probably in another language, but I, I couldn't find it. So if I come across it, I'll add it to the show notes. Suicide. <laughs> yeah, not that. Um, it's like, like I mentioned before, it's like schadenfreude, but it's not that it's something else, you know, um, those like Germans, it, I think it might be a Japanese word or something, but I, I don't remember anymore. What word? So for this, oh. like they have a word for it, you know, like schadenfreude, but it's not that it's, you know, sugamaka, you know, I don't know what it is. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it's that racist ass depiction of a Japanese fucking person speaking. Sugamaka. <laughs> asshole whatever and to any japanese people listening eat a dick no i'm kidding oh, i knew no. it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> like get fucked there's like, no yeah. japanese people listening if there were you would know i'm kidding so it's fine um so yeah that's all that's all i have for this one hmm okay you Thank look you. like your crime yeah, I just picked this because I just saw this. I saw this sitting there. This guy, uh, he claims his victim was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. He is a priest, by the way. Uh, and if you look at the picture of him, could not be a better picture. Of so, what, a, what, a, what a pedophile looks like? Yeah, or a fucking creeper. Look at him. So, yeah, we were, we were like we were talking earlier, you look like you're... You this look is like such what you are. A, such a bad picture. Yeah. The first thought that came into my head was was like, James, don't make fun of the disabled. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I thought too. But now the more I look at it, the more I read about him, I'm like, no, he's just a regular dude who like diddling girls and is also a priest. Um A regular dude. Actually no, all <laughs> dudes like diddling women. 
but <laughs> I'm glad you paused for just a second. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you said the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> but it has to be a woman of the correct age and of the consensual nature, who in- also enjoys to be diddled back. Yeah. So, yeah, the power of price compelled her womb. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Yeah. So okay. yeah, I don't cool. know. I just thought this guy was a funny-looking, puffy, silly-ass face. Um, if you scroll down, stuck 71 hours in an elevator, man kills wife and eats wife to survive. Look at that guy. 71 hours. <laughs> Look at that fucking guy. Look at the guy. Do you see this picture of this guy? Is it the old man? No. No. Keep going. Oh, it's part of the same one. Scroll down. Keep going. I already closed the tab. Oh. I'm going to put this in there, too, because this is another you look like your crime. Because this guy, if this guy, if you haven't seen a fucking guy who looks like he would eat his fucking wife, this is the goddamn guy. He's got, like, a wig on that's a mullet. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. He's bald, but there's hair, but there's a different color hair underneath. And, oh, Jesus Christ, he looks like he needs to be on the people of Walmart. I forgot about that website. Yeah, here's another one. California woman sues her parents because she's ugly. She is ugly. Ah. Confirmed. He's yeah, like, confirmed. She is not wrong. Not her parents' fault. Man yeah, kills he, own technically wife. Technically, it is. Man kills own wife after she used his toothbrush to clean the toilet. What kind Just, of website is this? Justified. Yeah, I know exactly. I'm like, what is this website? Man accused of ejaculating in his boss's coffee every day for four years. Yeah, so I, so just like you, I read the bottom. I was reading the articles around here. And I was like, what is this website? And then I was like, oh, it's a weird-ass news site. Because there's an article here I'm looking at. Seven-year-old girl receives breast implants for Christmas. Edward is Snowden. She, is she Elvis Presley. Yeah. It's like Chris. Elvis Presley was assassinated by the CIA. <laughs> Missing man. Reappears after 51 years. Claims he was abducted by aliens. Taurus faces a 15, 15 years in jail for sexual assault on a Galapagos turtle. Jesus what Christ. Fuck? What are we looking at? Some people I, don't know their limits. Ireland man condemned to 10 years in jail for masturbating in the church. Look at this fucking guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's obviously fake, but my god. Dude, that like is that a real picture? You see that? That says mentally ill man. Or the mentally ill look mentally ill? Dude, he looks like he looks like worse than the mentally ill. Jesus Christ. Looks like he looks like he's supposed to be Satan or something. I don't know what's going on with this guy. Babysitter transported to the hospital after inserting a baby in her vagina. Come on. <laughs> Come on, internet. See, this is where... <laughs> what? Death row inmate eats entire Bible as his last meal. <laughs> That's a good one. James, what are we looking at? It's called uh, World News Daily Report. It's one of those fake news websites as far as I know. Is it fake? Assumes all responsibility for it. Yeah. 
World News Daily Report assumes all responsibility for the set, set for the sat- sat- satirical nature of its articles, but it's painted as real. That's the problem with fake news sites. You can't. Uh, you know what? When you just said what is this bullshit. site? When you said what is this site? I was like, I just guessed that it was fake news. I had no idea, but it was like too ridiculous. And I scroll down to the bottom, and it's always at the bottom. It says right there. No, so but it's, it's fake. But it really is fake news. Yeah, it's like, fake news. Not like the fake, fake news, news. Like that's <sighs> fake news. You can't yeah. do that. Not like that kind of fake news. Yeah. This is like actually like this is like the onion. Uh, it's worse than the onion. Because this is painted as real. The it's not creative or funny. Yeah, the onion's clearly fake. You know? Like this man eats Bible thing. I'm sure if you read it, it would be like painted as though it was completely true. Boston, members of midget crime gang suspected <laughs> of 55 break-ins. <laughs> so let's, let's click on... Let's hear Let's click. How about this we... Uh, don't do, how about instead of clicking on more of those, we uh, wrap up the show, James? Hold on. Let's just see. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Woman arrested for training squirrels to attack her ex-boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, oh and her boy. picture is great too. Yeah, she looks out of her fucking mind. Okay, no wonder everyone ignore <laughs> just ignore this bottom thing. I'm gonna leave it up so you guys can see it, but it's clearly fake news. So, any anywho, it's a absolute pleasure doing the show with you guys yet again. It is my true honor. This is my favorite time of the week. And uh, glad to be here again. So can't look for, can't wait to look forward to next week. What 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 craziness is in store for us next time? Um, let's close up. Uh, so you can always find us at facebook.com/slash iopanel podcast. And is that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter.com/slash iopanel podcast. Or at IO Panel Podcast on Twitter. Um, and you can email us at feedback at the I, feedback at IO Panel Podcast. Is that it? That's it, yeah. Feedback, yeah. Ed, I look forward to seeing more messages from you praising and decrying my activities on the Cheer, show. Cheers and jeers. Cheers and jeers. I'll take it. Um, thank you for sending feedback. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, you can get to all of our stuff. Just go to iopanelpodcast.com and all the links are there. There you go. Over on the right-hand side. Mike rescues again. (laughs) Asalambego, all. Have a great night.
Salami Bagel. Have a great night, guys. <laughs> oh, jeez. Salami, Salami Bagel. Yeah. James, next time I want you to say that. I will. I will. <laughs>